You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with... Hey, it's Michael. No voices. I see you giving me that look. No, I'm giving you that look because I'm not ready, man. I'm not war ready, man. Well, apparently not. There was the movie. Oh, war ready. War ready. What did I say last last week? You said, is it going to be good? Is it going to be good? I said, yeah, it's going to be good. You was like, okay, good. You gave faith in me. I was like, no, I didn't say it was going to be awesome. Wait, yeah. This is your fault, Michael. (laughs) You got to take responsibility for this. not my fault at all. Mr. Prediction Head. (laughs) I strip you of your name. Your title. I was right. So therefore. You weren't right. (laughs) You were positive. I said it was good. It's not going to be awesome. It wasn't even good. It was all right. Oh. Just like Krypton, I'm gonna strip you of your rank. <laughs> okay. Mr. Prediction. I you're, you're spit Odin. on your name, you're, sir. You're Odin. Yeah. I cast you yeah, out! I cast you out! <laughs> I pushed you out the house. Get out! Oh my god, I have not been disappointed. Oh. Godzilla was a disappointment. Like for those that don't know, if this is like your first your first venture into Blurred Vision the podcast. I love giant monsters. I, it's from my heyday of a, as a child. I collected Godzilla yeah, VHS. It doesn't take much to please him. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Look, we all have those things that we grew up with. Some have Star Wars. Some have Power Rangers. I, I have both. but <laughs> Well, Power Rangers more than Star Wars. But for me personally, it, it was, oddly enough, Godzilla. Old monster movies. Old sci-fi movies. Mm-hmm. So like that was what's near and dear to my heart. So when I see giant monsters destroying buildings, it makes me go crazy with excitement. That's why I love the Power Rangers so much. But this, like, I remember coming out of Godzilla, like, man, that was boring. But you know what? At least those Godzilla moments were fucking dope. Pacific Rim, it was CG. <laughs> I'll I mean, say the that. final battle wasn't bad. Yeah, you know what? It wasn't bad, Michael. But you know what was bad? I saw it all in the goddamn trailers. <laughs> and then, yeah, pretty much. And then remember, all of those moments were in the trailers. <laughs> all of them. Every Wait, single no, let's one. Let's not talk about it yet. Let's not talk about it yet. Let's, mm. let's put a pin in I'm it. I'm so as mad. As you would say. <laughs> yeah, all right. We'll put a pin in that. But yeah, we've got packed week. But shit. <laughs> we've got... It's going to be another five-hour podcast. Uh. So I'm going to be from Jordan ranting. <laughs> I can already feel it. And another thing... <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna sit back this whole episode. I'm not even gonna be able to talk. <laughs> I'm disgusted. But yeah, we've got DC TV of the week. Legends and Black Lightning. Harold Flash are still on hiatus. Who uh-huh. cares? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> but don't worry, man. We got more DC. But this time coming from the Seafy Channel. Like the I C- mentioned the before. C-Fi? Yeah, the Seafy Channel. I mentioned it before, but yeah, Krypton. It's finally the season series whatever premiere. Season one. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> just like everything else. It's all who cares. But you know what? There is one glimmer of hope in this episode for me. And oddly enough, it comes from the most unlikely of places. Who cares? 
Dragon Ball Super! <laughs> Who cares? This ser- well, I guess, yeah, technically it's a series finale series of Dragon Ball finale, Super. Yeah. It's going to be Dragon Ball Omega next year, probably. It's, it's, a, it's a glimmer of hope for everybody else. They're like, finally, no more Dragon Ball Super on this fucking podcast. Well, you say that, but I'm going to miss it. Man. Like I said, it's my childhood ending, man. I can't help it. Man, it was only that final moment that made me smile. But other than that, I was like... Yeah, all predictable. Why did it end this way? This is stupid. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> After like the shit in my mouth that was Pacific Rim, like watching Dragon Ball Super the next morning was at least like it was refreshing. <laughs> so I think it also got a bonus boost from that. Like, like oh thank God, something decent. <laughs> a carry to- Toriyama and his dick, his hard dick for seventeen. I don't get it. <laughs> oh man, the, he's the most MVP of all MVPs. But yeah, we'll get to it. Before we get into all that, we have iTunes reviews. Uh, first review comes from Derek Johnston 58 It's a five-star review, and the subject is just editing my rating. Already re-reviewed for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in good faith. Oh. Well then, don't 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 take this five-star back, bro. <laughs> he still didn't watch it's, it. It's too late. still didn't watch no it. No take backsies. <laughs> No, I'm gonna watch it for next week. Don't don't worry. You you've been saying that for like no no this is this is this time is for serious because I've got I finished binging Jessica Jones. I still haven't finished Jessica Jones. Uh, uh, well, I finished it, but yeah, I don't have anything else to watch. And I've I, only I, watched two episodes since last week. I have the Pacific Rim. Nothing else can disappoint me. So I'm just <laughs> I'm open to everything now. <laughs> but uh, he goes on to say, uh, and wasn't Grodd in Vietnam not Earth Two? What? What? Wasn't Grodd in Vietnam not They're talking about Legends? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember we were confused about that? It was like, why Why is Grodd destroying the um, the Bureau of Time or whatever when the last time we saw him, he was still in Vietnam? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What I just know why they... All I, all I know is why I'm like, why didn't they go fight him? Like, why... Yeah, just they like, see oh, this, well. They're like, oh, Grodd's destroying the place. Okay, moving on. Let's, they, cha- they let's change the channel. They even bring it back up. <laughs> they have it. Just, it's so stupid. It just happened. <laughs> Did you ever beat Grodd? They're like, who? <laughs> I'm like, okay. You guys remember that whole plot? Okay. Um, yeah, he killed the entire Time Bureau. <laughs> yeah. Also, what two non-Wakandan black characters in the MCU would you want to be? Since I'm guessing number one is Luke Cage. I would you assume I number say, one well, is Luke I, Cage. I don't, even, I don't even want to be Luke yeah, Cage. Yeah, he's not on my list. <laughs> Racist, Eric. <laughs> All right, what would you, who would you want to be? Not uh, Two. To other besides and non Wakandan, so no Black Panther MCU, it would be uh oh well, I was gonna say Marvel uh, oh yeah oh yeah it's in the is, MCU is it in the MCU oh, wait who's left oh, I guess it's yeah like, I guess yeah. we have like two options left I was gonna say <laughs> if it's only that I guess maybe then Luke Cage would have to be the option I thought he just meant Marvel yeah he said MCU yeah so if it's, it's Marvel period Falcon Sam Wilson Falcon Sam Wilson War Machine yeah and War Machine and Luke Cage that's, that's it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Like, there aren't that many options. Yeah, so even if you take, he's like, Luke Cage is number one, but it's like, okay. So we go, we make these Yeah, it's only two, it's only two left. <laughs> Maybe that's the point. Maybe he's making like, like a greater point here. No, fuck that. I'm saying, <laughs> Marvel in general, I would pick number one, I would say, uh, Voodoo, because I'm a big fan of magic. Mm, brother Voodoo. Yeah. And number two would be, Blue Marvel. Fuck you. <laughs> I was like, I would be Blue Marvel. I would be super bad. <laughs> okay, well then. So that's your number one then. So who's your number two? Hmm. It's got to be a Marvel. That's, like, that was the question. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Black male and Marvel. I'm having trouble even thinking of options. 
I mean, you cosplayed as Miles Falcon. Morales, I guess? That seems so fucking basic. <laughs> you cosplayed as Falcon. Captain when he was Oh yeah, Cap Falcon. When he was still Captain America. Oh man, I'm 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 spacing. I'm also running on like I guess six hours of sleep over the last two days. I stayed up all night before a Power Rangers event that I did with the Conorama Studios. So I'm like I'm still spacey. But yeah, yeah. No no number one would be Captain Falcon. Um yeah, Captain Falcon. <laughs> Captain America, Sam Wilson. And then your title's gonna be stripped. I stripped you of your shield. <laughs> Hello, I'm a Nazi. Uh, I'll be taking over now. <laughs> no! <laughs> and I guess two's in Blue Marble then. Uh, okay, next review comes from Did This to Stop Asking. That's his name. Okay. Interesting. Uh, it's a five-star review, and the subject is Blurds Unite. This may actually be the best podcast ever. Yes, us. Queen. <laughs> yes. I've been listening for a while now and going back to old episodes just to hear you guys' thoughts or hear your guys' thoughts. All right, we're binge worthy. Oh, wait. This is episode 76, right? Yep. Hey, it's my 50th. Oh. We are family. No, 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 nigga. <laughs> what? <laughs> we ain't that close. Whatever, fuck you. I'm leaving this shit. I don't know you. <laughs> you said, that's why you're sitting on that side of the table. Okay, but, I'm, but I own the whole table. Uh, you guys hit very close to home, and I agree with pretty much everything. I love oh. you. Yeah, I love what you guys review. And the Buffy references. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Fuck you, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but his next, as if on cue, his next words are, Jordan no! is right. Oh, I already knew what you were going to say. <laughs> Jordan is right more. <laughs> Michael put a shirt on. <laughs> he roasted you. Never. Never. <laughs> he said never. Just for that, I should post a picture right now while we're recording. <laughs> Take off my shirt. Ace of Shields is good, but that's it. Keep doing what you're doing. That's the only thing he agrees with you on, I guess. Ace of Shields is good. And Buffy. And Buffy. Okay. But I'm right more, so. You're not. <laughs> Kiss the ring, bitch. Debatable. I'm the one wearing a ring. Yeah, you're, you're wearing a Green Lantern outfit right now, but I'm the I'm the master. I don't know. <laughs> what's, what's it called? I'm a manhunter? No. The, uh... I'm the guardian. Elders, the, el- the guardians. Yeah. The elders. Got a big-ass head. I'm <laughs> balding. <laughs> Uh, next review comes from AKA the Spider-Man also known as our friend Jacob it's a five star review and the subject is I'm back sorta if you remember the last time he left the review he was yeah, like, like I'm I'm done with you guys yeah he, he, had, he had things to do he was busy but uh, Jacob's back so yeah, let's I see what Jacob has to say he didn't have that much to do yeah I thought he was driving away like Paul Walker at Fast and the Furious uh-huh. <laughs> it's been a long day alright uh, hey everyone great podcast as usual the last review I sent, I wrote about two weeks ago. As for me, I've been absent for two weeks. I have been in the negative zone. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> if that makes sense. It does make sense. Anyway, I had to leave a couple of things because my dad's been really sick lately. Oh, sorry to hear that, Jacob. Yeah, sorry to hear that. He's been having lung problems, so we've been in and out of the hospitals. Oh, no. He's doing better now, but I've been running around doing stuff for him. Haven't been on my phone too much. Anyways, can't wait to hear your guys' opinions on Ready Player One when it comes out. I wish I could give some commentary. Hint, hint, can I be on the podcast, lol? <laughs> That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. Adios. Glad your father's doing better. Yeah, seriously, man. So I'm sorry to hear about that. And yeah, I, I, Ready Player One comes out next week? Next week. <sighs> well, I've heard good things. 
Yeah, I've heard good things. Yeah, better things than Pacific Rim. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I'm at least excited for that, I guess. And the irony is I wasn't that uh, excited for Ready Player I One. I haven't read the book, but I was told, and not in a bad way, but they chain, they take a lot of liberties from the book. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Well, I heard in the book they also just drop references like every other sentence because, you know, that's how the only way they can kind of explain all the references in the book. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I heard it's annoying in the book so that people actually were looking forward to the movie. Because it would do something different. Like, it would just show you rather than be like, and there's Freddy Krueger and a Gundam. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine. I, f- I feel like that'd be a hard read. Yeah, right? They're just, just throwing out just pop culture yeah, references. Just throwing random stuff around. Yeah. And well, then, is that SpongeBob? <laughs> yeah, to explain the Oasis and all. I f- yeah, I feel like visually it'd be better mm-hmm. to explain this movie. I'm just scared because it looked very. It's not even that it looks. I know it's a video game, so I guess the CG makes sense. But like I don't know, it's like, it's like a thing where when you as you get older, you start to become more like aware of the how fake CG looks. Because it doesn't look like Avatar level to me. I remember like Avatar, like I know it's CG in that too, of course. But like it, it I don't know it, it landed on me better. Like I didn't go, this is fake, this is fake, this is fake. But looking at the Oasis scenes, like. Like, not the cameo cool action scenes, but, like, the actual... You're just jaded. (laughs) The actual... You don't think that the characters look weird? Like, the main characters Avatar? I think that's the point, though. You think? Yeah. I guess. It takes me out. I'm like, yo, why does he look so weird? Because otherwise... Because he doesn't look like his his normal self. Mm -hmm. Like, he looks like... He looks like an Avatar. I think that's the point. I think it's the design. It reminds me of, like, the Dark Crystal and shit. Like, that weird Muppety kind of face. Oh. That's a Jim Henson thing. From back yeah, I've, I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Yeah, it just looks crazy. Anyway, whatever. But yeah, we're looking forward to it. Um, maybe we'll have like a like a little guest thing or something. But I don't know. We'll see. Um, let's see. Let's get into emails first because I think there's only one new one. Oh, that was it for reviews? Yeah, that's it for reviews. Thanks for reviews, guys. Um, keep sending them in. I think we're like 186 or 187. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, almost we'll, at 200. Yeah, we'll do something special for 200. Um, let's see... So first email comes from John Rainey. Okay, so instead of just getting a series of new Avengers movies after uh, after Phase 4, what if we got one of the most diverse teams in comics? With Captain Marvel's trilogy coming in Phase 4, what if they introduced Blue Marvel in the sequel? Then we could have T'Challa, Blue Marvel, and Carol somehow meet and form the Ultimates. The superhero team led and funded by a black hero. We have one of the smartest minds on the earth with Blue Marvel, and Carol and Spectrum could serve as the female diversity. I think it's not really a question. You just kind of pitched a movie. <laughs> you just pitched the future of the MCU. I, I mean, mean, I guess the question is, what do we think of that? Yeah, if it was going to be like the Ultimates in the future, that'd be cool. Yeah, I would like it to go that way. Like I already, I think I've already said that. I've, I I want them to instead of just rebooting the universe, I want them to actually kind of you know Continue. evolve the universe. I want the mantles to be passed down. I want Miles Morales. I want. Uh, Kamala Khan as Miss Marvel. You know, I want all those characters. I want I want Sam Wilson Cap. And at, at some point, all those characters coming together would be a super diverse new Avengers. Well, you said uh, you don't think Shuri, the way they built her in this movie, would be able to take the mantle of Black Panther. But, and I know you said Okoye, but considering Chadwick Boseman and Denai Gurira are essentially the same age, I'm pretty sure when he wants to bow out, she's probably going to want to bow out too because, you know, in terms of age and being tired. So mm. who do you think would take the mantle of Black Panther if they both drop out? Well, I would bind her to a contract where she can't <laughs> drop out. <laughs> um, I don't know. I th- actually, I think she's older than him. Really? I think she's 46. He's 44. Man, me, Black me, does not crack. <laughs> let me look it up. 
I have yeah, no I idea. Think she, I think she's older than. They'd me. have to introduce somebody else because now gonna be like Nakia. Like, nah, I'm no, not, I'm not <laughs> feeling that. So yeah, it had to be a, a entirely new character. Cause I I just, I just think Shuri, if anyone's gonna become Iron Man right now in the MCU, oh, no, she's she's forty. Oh, okay, so she's younger. Well, no, he's forty. He's forty as well. So they're both forty. Oh, okay. Either way, they look damn good for forty. I figured they were close to the same age. Yeah, they're both forty. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping it's not a thing where he bows out because he gets too old. Like she's she's, she's older by a couple months. Like Robert, she was born in February. He's born in November. How old Robert Downey? Like fifty five? Like in mid fifties? Yeah, but that's 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 a so difference. That's fifteen years away. And Michael B. I mean Michael B. Chadwick Boseman, even in fifteen years, is yeah, not going to look but, older but, than Robert but, Downey. But, but the Iron Man thing is different because all he does is really stand on a green screen, and you know when he's when they show him in the suit. Are you about to tell me how much? As opposed to how much action did Chadwick Boseman? He he did some like three moves in the casino scene in Black Panther. The rest of it was CG and a stunt double. And plus the fighting that he did in the waterfall, he barely did any of that. That was some of that was him. Some of like, it you saw you saw like the behind the like scenes five stuff. good moves. <laughs> it, was, it was probably it was more than that. Yeah. Okay. By the time they get there, look if if Rocky Balboa. Like if Rocky had a movie when he was like almost like sixty, yeah, but that's a, a little, that's movie. a little different though, because that's how just throwing punches as opposed to having to jump and kick. And that's what stunt doubles are for. You get to that point, you cut away. It's called cuts, Michael. You're in movies, yeah, right? They're all, they're not all, it's not, but but it's not only going to be the stunt doubles though. That's my point. He has to be able to do some of the stuff. Yeah, he can do some of the stuff. When you're fifty, yeah, you can still move. Can. And when you're fifty, you like I just said, Rocky was like almost Stallone was almost sixty. And he was in a boxing movie. But not everybody ages that well, where they're able to move as fluently and gracefully. Mm-hmm. I mean, why do you think? Why, why are you Grant, sticking to Grant, this? You really think that in fifteen years, Chadwick Boseman couldn't do close-up shots for his head? And at that point, fuck it. Then don't even have him do out-of-suit action if he can't do it. And I'm, not, and I'm not even saying I want Chadwick Boseman at 55 to still be T'Challa. I'm just saying it's so much time between now and he would want to retire and not be T'Challa versus when I think the story would be he, he would be naturally written out. Like, after Black Panther 3, 10 years, then you have a new Black Panther. But that wasn't my question, though. I'm saying, who do you think would want to take that mantle? Well, your, your reason was because he'd be too old, but it's like... If if she wants or to bow too, out, either too old or maybe he just he won't want to do it anymore. Like Chris Evans isn't too old, but he doesn't. Okay, want well, to- in a world where he doesn't want to do it anymore, and Danai Guerrero, even though she's like less than fifty, doesn't want to do it for whatever reason. She's like, no, no, I'm forty eight. I don't want to be Black Panther. Fuck out of here. You know, she might be fifty something. She would be like, hell yeah, I want to be a female Black Panther. But let's say for whatever reason, she's like, nah, I don't want to do it. Then I I don't want Shuri to be Black Panther. I don't think she's been built as that character. To, or, no, I feel like that'd be dumb to have her be both. Like, have her be Iron Man for a little while and then become, well, I'm kind of convincing myself. <laughs> like, because she, if she becomes Iron Man, do you think it's permanent? Like, like I don't, I guess it would have I, to be. My, yeah, it would have to be. Because there's no, it's not the comics. It's not like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, it's not like the comics where, like, they can bring Tony Stark back. And he's just not aged. <laughs> yeah, like usually when they do that, like uh, X-23, like she was Wolverine for a while. Now she's not Wolverine anymore. Yeah. She's back to being X-23 because they're bringing Logan back. Yeah. yeah you can't, so I don't, can't I, do that I would want movies. a new character. I, I don't I don't want Shuri to be Black Panther. So I would well, need somebody else to be introduced. finally have Storm show up and they can have a kid and they do a time jump. That'd be cool. Even that'd be cool. <laughs> but do you want? who do you want to be Black Panther then? 
I was thinking, uh, but then uh, that probably wouldn't work. I was like, maybe M'Baku could take the mantle. M'Baku? <laughs> maybe. If they build oh, you done. They, if they build him up enough. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not really. <laughs> I'm not I'm not that on board the M'Baku train right now, but yeah, I hear you. Uh, our last email comes from Stephen Kendrick. Hopefully, Drew remembers emails this week. I did, jerk. <laughs> the only podcast I review consistently. Why do you ask? Because they make me nerd rage. They will make you scream at your phone because they always miss a piece of info. That's not untrue. <laughs> not at all. They are an adorable duo, and I ship them. What? <laughs> Ew. Okay. Don't say ill. You're the other one calling for fan art and stuff like that. Yeah, non-sexual. <laughs> Rick and Morty. That's awesome. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I definitely think you should add Krypton to the list of shows to review what we'll talk about today yeah I had to like demand it yeah <laughs> I was like Meh. I'm like did you watch Krypton no did you watch Krypton no did you watch Krypton no well I'm not coming next week if you don't watch it <laughs> well I watched it and I regret it <laughs> the pot was really good oh well I guess he's yelling at me right now <laughs> at this very moment it's he... okay bro I'm with you I like Krypton shh, shh, shh. if you listen closely you can hear Steve crying in the wind right now <laughs> you're wrong you asshole <laughs> Uh, kind of liked it. <laughs> I definitely think you... Oh, uh, I would correct all the things you got wrong in the last episode, but this email would be so long. <laughs> uh, P.S. Jordan should not be allowed to choose the anime. That was the worst anime ever. I can't even tell you why, but I just hated it. What are you talking about? Ha! He's talking about... I think he's a, he has to be, because what other, what other anime have you chosen? Well, then he's just Mrs. Fumiju. Because <laughs> literally, it's the same thing. I can't tell you why, but... <laughs> like, what is... <laughs> It's like that's like one of the things that like the mist makes you forget why you hate it. <laughs> that's one of the the levels, <laughs> level forgetfulness. Once you get to level seven, like Agents of Shield, first episode, welcome to level seven. You forget everything. Nah, man. <laughs> Tahiti. <laughs> Tahiti's a wonderful place. Or whatever. Fuck. Y'all stupid. You're brainwashed. <laughs> I'm brainwashed. All right, let's move on. Let's get in. You know what? Let's let's. While well, I'm in a bad mood, let's just get right into Pacific Rim, shall we? Let's talk about Pacific Rim this uprising. I, this is why I bow out the podcast. <laughs> so many Jordan ranting. Jake, your father always said he wanted you to be a pilot. He said a lot of things. I'm not a hero like he was. The kaiju. They're going to come back. I'm not going to be stuck waiting for someone else to come save my ass. Cadets, you better gear up. This is the way the world ends. How'd they get into our world? Someone let them in. Someone from our world. Who is that? Definitely not one of ours. Let's do this. This is your chance to make things right. We're gonna need more violence. We have them. There are pilots we remember as legends, but they didn't start out that way. They started out like us. This is our time to make a difference. Do you understand? 
Jager pilots, do you understand? One way to find out. That's what I'm talking about! Now look at me like that. Because <laughs> you know it's true. Get it on till I die. Get nope, it on nope, till nope, I die. That wasn't, in the, that wasn't in the movie. It wasn't even in the movie, Michael. Spoilers. They didn't use the best part of the fucking trailer. Wasn't in the movie at all. But yet, not, not even the beat. It wasn't even a don't, don't. No. No. Not even a little bit. I, I mean, I like the main theme. Was, was that the same thing of the original Pacific Rim too? See, man, I don't know. Cause I, cause I, didn't see, I didn't see the original till like years later. So you should know better than anybody. You've seen it recently. No, but I didn't watch the trailers or anything like that. No, no, so no. I mean, in the, the, the actual Pacific Rim music. Like, I feel like uh, that. I don't remember. That might have been the theme of Pacific Rim. Like the actual, you know, OST soundtrack. I don't, I don't but remember. But who cares? It doesn't matter. Let's talk about Pacific Rim, Michael. Let's, let's get into the most disappointing movie for me since Godzilla. Actually, probably worse. <laughs> best movie of the year this better than wrinkle in time <laughs> it actually shares a lot of problems in common with wrinkle in time surprisingly and it was so funny because i was so looking forward to this movie and i guess that's probably the problem like my expectations were too high but god damn it that trailer was so fucking hype like you you were on the same page with me right yeah uh, the trailer yeah every trailer we were like we were all like we were singing roar ready whoa even last week at the end of the podcast i was like you ready michael you ready <laughs> I said it was going to be good. You said, yes, yeah, you said. You said that. And you were wrong. <laughs> Mr. Prediction say, head. Actually, no, it was good. Disgust me. <laughs> it was good-ish. Good-ish. Kind of. Yeah, you're really stretching that term good, aren't you? But no, you're, you're, no, because you're, you're coming at it like you're saying it was straight up terrible. I don't feel like it was terrible. But it wasn't like... For everything this movie... I would say it's actually a objective failure, failure on the part of it failed its own fucking premise. It barely had the thing that is the main attraction. Monsters versus robots. There is at, at the end of the movie. There is one monster <laughs> versus the, robot at battle. The, at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm, at the very end. <laughs> so it did. It up this mm, it's all in the trailer. Like it's all and the worst part is, I remember like, there was the IMAX trailer. It was ro- it was ro- most of it a lot of it was like robots versus robots. It was a fucking like a slightly higher class it was Transformers. Transformers. <laughs> That's it. I remember thinking to myself, like halfway to the movie, I'm like, is this just Transformers, but like okay? I would say it's a goodish Transformers. That's the only way I would, I would say describe it. Looked, it. it looked way better than Transformers, and I saw did it, it. And I saw it in IMAX 3D, so it popped more. Did it? it did. It definitely looked better than Transformers. To me, it did. I guess. Like <laughs> it don't look real. Like, you could see everything, uh, like with Transformers. Oh like, yeah. Okay. All right. I'll give you that. I'm, I'm talking about in terms of like image fidelity, but you're talking about in terms of like it, cinematography and yes. how things are framed. Yes. yes. It's it's definitely more coherent than Transformers. I'll give it that. In terms of not only its visual, like, you know, in terms of the visuals, but also in terms of the story. It's it's a more competent Transformers. But do you know how low of a fucking bar that is? <laughs> <laughs> when I say it's better than last night and that's barely a compliment. <laughs> last night was trash. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, Michael. <laughs> And it's just a thing where 
hey man, at least we'll always have the trailer, right? Because I, I remember I got out of the movie and I, I rewatched the trailer. I was gonna say, but I'd do you want to watch? Why would you watch the trailer though? Because then you go back and remember the movie and be like, yeah, I was disappointed. This well, nothing. I just look at it as like what could have been. I I look, I look at the trailer and I just think, wow, like from the imagery alone, all of the little gaps in the storytelling that we tried to fill in. That were completely wrong. Yeah, funny enough, most of the trailer was like the last half of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that's not good. <laughs> no. It was it's the entire third act. Except for how they beat the final monster. But how they beat the final monster, isn't that interesting? <laughs> it was like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing. Is that it? Oh, it's over. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's it was just watching that trailer, man, like I if it took itself and a little I'm like, bit, funny enough, the the final monster came from Wakanda. It was like had the vibranium, and I'm not I'm not gonna get specific than that until mm. we get to spoilers. But you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's just if it took itself a little more seriously, if if it didn't try to have tonal whiplash from the first movie and and try to make it, it, it really went from like almost. Is that like the first movie was like like dark and like gritty? But by comparison, it's like from BVS to Justice League. I've seen people compare it to Independence Day 1 to Resurgence. It's oh, exactly see, I, didn't, I didn't see Resurgence. I was like, oh, oh, you just, saved yourself Just based on the trailer, I was like, this looks, this looks terrible. It's I'm exactly not this movie. the same, bro, from the, the weird taking a, a quirky side scientific character and making him like, like well, important see, the, their to the biggest, plot. Their biggest fail was not letting, well, maybe he didn't want to come. I'm assuming he didn't want to come back, but Guillermo del Toro. He was the 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 baby or the the, the visionary the visionary behind the first Pacific Rim. Like that I wasn't was his... gonna give it to him. I, if you had asked me before this movie, I'm like I f- I thought Guillermo del Toro and his artistic sensibilities was holding this movie back. To be honest with you, I am I'm, I'm eating so much shit now for saying this and thinking this back then. But I was really just like, no, I feel like if somebody who just has a passion for like making monsters and, and robots fight. Was at the like the was at the helm of this? It would be exactly what I want. And the from guy, a, a the guy that directed movie. it, I like I like Stephen Tonight. That's yeah, he's guy. Daredevil guy. He did. He, yeah, he was the first the first season. Of but he the didn't write this. He was right? the showrunner of the first season of Daredevil. And he also show ran Spartacus. But he didn't write it, right? He's just uh, the director. I don't think he wrote it. No. Well, that's the problem. This movie dies on the page. It died in the script. It's the dialogue. It's the characters. Let me it, let me look it up. It's the generic as fuck plot. It's, it's, oh my God. I guess we're already getting reviews. this is also his first uh, feature. Oh, word? Uh-huh. Okay. Like movie, not period. Well, let's give our non-spoilery thoughts to this movie. Uh, for those that don't know, the rating system here at Blurred Vision, I'm going to drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable, and then you have less than passable and more than passable. Thank you, Catch Upon. Um, yeah, let me. I'll I'll just start some Mario and a fucking rant. <laughs> but yeah, man, he helped. He helped write it. But so he's he's partially responsible. Anyone three. who's partially responsible. Wait, how many writers? There's four four writers on this movie. Well, there's your fucking problem. And it almost it feels like it's four different movies kind of trying to be mashed together to make one because it's overstuffed with plot details. I don't mean like plot. I mean plot <laughs> details. World expanding bullshit that no one asked and for. And not only just that, no one but wanted. You could see the Chinese box office marketing push hard in this movie. There's a character that just speaks fucking Mandarin the entire fucking time. The whole movie. And like, I guess that'd be cool if it, like, it was decently written, but like, no, because it's so paper thin, you can tell it's only that way to appease the Chinese market. 
Like it's it's so obvious. Uh, it just it drives me nuts. Oh. And part of and, and I, I think the large majority of that is because the original Pacific Rim made most of his money in China. Yeah, it's the only reason we have a sequel is because it made most of his money overseas. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we wouldn't have got because I mean it made a decent amount over here, mm-hmm. but not a whole lot. So I was a fan of the first Pacific Rim. I was. I didn't love it, but I thought it was a good first step. I thought it was going to be the Batman Begins to wherever the Dark Knight was going to be. And after seeing the trailers and the Tupac and the Warrity and the epicness, I thought this movie was going to be that. I thought it was going to be the first, like, shut up, take my money. It's going to knock the walls down. Giant robots versus giant monsters. Because like, I feel like none of the movies have fulfilled their own potential. Godzilla, King Kong, the first Pacific Rim. I feel like... They all have moments that made me go, this is awesome, but like they don't have the great story, the great characters to back up um, whatever the action is they're trying to get across with the giant giant epic action or whatever. So I was hoping this was going to be it. And from the trailers, like I said, like they were doing things that if they took a little more seriously, I thought that little girl character that we see in the trailer, I thought it was going to be like mostly her and John Boyega's story from the from the jump. She was more useful than that little girl in uh, Transformers. Transformers. <laughs> see all these parallels, the same thing, but but the same thing where like she. But even then, like they had their own Bumblebee with the scrapper. But but they but then they insert in Scott Eastwood's character as kind of John Boyega's secondary like main character, but he's just so bland and wooden, like beyond the fact that these characters are stale anyway. Like he he's as an actor he blends into ev- the background of everything he's in. Fast and the Furious, the same thing. It's like he's Suicide Squad, same thing. So yeah, <laughs> did he even have a name in Suicide Squad? I don't know. He probably did. Terrible. Whatever. <laughs> Point is terrible. <laughs> but like, they didn't even do what I thought they were gonna do with the story. I thought going into this, the story was gonna. And I'm not gonna give details about what actually happens. But I thought it was gonna be a thing where the kaiju were already back. I thought the kaiju were like I, I didn't even care how I think I, I thought they were gonna just kind of like soft reboot from the first movie and go like I know we closed those portals but you know what we all kind of said they were gonna come back anyway they came back and now we're time skipping forward that's why John, Bo- John Boyega's as Idris Elba's son is so much older but no it's just 10 years apiece I guess that was what was going on in the story and it just takes so long for what the main event of this movie is supposed it's to be like, to actually happen. Oh, I got a son. I didn't mention him at all in the first movie. All. But there's always Je- retcon, like there's, he's in pictures with him with the Idris Elba yeah. and Mako. And, and Mako, yeah. <laughs> and Mako, yeah. I was like, where the hell was this guy? <laughs> but I mean, they, but they could have leaned into that. Like, She's my sister. Where, Mako, where the fuck were you at? <laughs> but like, Mako was in this movie. If they had like played up that, that, you know, brother sister angle a bit more. If they had made me believe it, if they had leaned yeah, they more, didn't. they didn't make me believe it at all. It was not even a real. Even, it was, even the scenes it was like that a they, passing. Yeah, thing. even the scenes that they had together, I didn't feel any type of brother sister chemistry from nope. them. No, it was just to be set up for motivation for John Boyega. Yeah, character. even though he had that speech like she's my sister, we grew up together. Like I've, and it's like I don't feel any of this. Yeah, I was waiting. Like, uh, so they didn't do anything with that. Like I feel like a lot of the movie was just things they didn't do a lot with. Thing like they would just touch on plot points and then just move away from them. Like the things with like the the evil co- like the evil um the the evil Jaegers that were in the trailers. I thought there was gonna be like a Jaeger rebellion. That that Jaeger that had the two swords. I was like they're not showing who's in that Jaeger, but I know it's gonna be like a badass ace pilot from like a, a from like a, a terrorist cell organization or something that's trying to bring back the kaiju. I thought that monster fight in the trailer that ended up being the entire third act of this fucking movie i thought that was the intro of uprising i thought it was gonna be a thing where that team of jaegers 
which oh, we'll get into what that team actually was. But I thought that those all those unique looking Jaegers together were like the new Avengers or the new Power Rangers of like the Jaeger Force, and like they were just so good at taking out Jaegers now that they were just like having these awesome battles against Jaegers. Like nope, because in the trailer they joke about that monster being huge. Like oh, he's pretty big. So it didn't seem like it was serious. But like no, that's the final battle. So it's it's fucking serious. It's so serious. It's the end of the world serious. Yeah. But. Like, they joke about it, so you don't even get the sense that it's in the world at all. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, kind of like, uh, with Thor in the, the very first Thor movie, but when he didn't have his powers, mm. and he tried to go get the hammer, and that black guy came, he's like, you're big, but I fought bigger. That's what, that's what that moment came across to me. Like, it's like, oh, you're big, but... Yeah, and it was in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, so I thought that was just gonna be, like, the, the set piece of, like, this is how badass Jager Pals have become now, and then from there, we're gonna go on this new adventure with new evolved... Uh, kaiju and and evil Jaegers and all this other dope like anime shit. Nah, nah, none of that. <laughs> and it's just, I'm just sitting there in the time movie going, yo, where's where's the where's the shit from the trailers? Like what? What's you, you watched it already? <laughs> I, but I'm sitting there. I'm like, when is when is movie gonna start? Like when is the stuff gonna start happening? I didn't think of all things. I didn't think this movie was gonna be dull. For a lot of it, I was bored. Like, I was just waiting for the giant monster battle that didn't come until the end. <laughs> and, like, even something like Godzilla, at least by the time you got to that third act and they showed a lot of Godzilla, they were teasing you throughout. So, like, I feel like they may have done it too much for yeah, Godzilla. I was going to say, I, I felt the same way about Godzilla because they, no, they didn't really show no, Godzilla. But they cock-teased you to an extent. They, they did too much, but they, they had the right idea because when you get to that end sequence and then he does that atomic breath on that monster's face, it's like, yeah! It's like, it was like, it's almost like, it, for, it wasn't all forgiven, but a lot of it was forgiven because of that moment, that buildup and that, like, that, that payoff was so big. But this, it's like, they'll show you the Jaegers, like, and they fight like crazy throughout the movie, but it's just robot fights. It's just like, at some point, it's just like, man, I'm watching Transformers, but it's not Optimus Prime, so I don't really give as much as a fuck, and I don't care about these characters, so I give even less of a fuck. So then by the time they get to the end, it's like, I'm, I'm burnt out on giant battles, and now we get the giant monster battle, but it's no different than what I've seen in the trailer, and not that, it's like a slight step up from the first movie, so it's not even like a payoff. It's just like, yes, this is what I wanted, and now we're finally here, and guess what? It was disappointing because it was so quick, and now it's over, and it ended in the most fucking whack way it could possibly end. What the fuck? <laughs> no stakes? No, ah, Shitty humor? The corny-ass humor in this movie was atrocious? And, and not, not and, it was so Marvel light. And, and then like there was this weird moment like John Boyega just kept talking about how Scott Eastwood's character he's so handsome, he's so sexy, and he did it more than one time. I'm like, what, is this a thing? Like, were they former lovers or something? Like, why does he keep talking about how sexy he is? There were four writers, and they were all terrible joke writers. Obviously, there was even a scene where he was like trying to like he was like putting glitter all over his food or something, or like I mean sprinkles, sprinkles, and that was like. That was a whole joke. That was a whole scene. Don't talk about my sprinkles. I'm like, don't, don't talk about toppings, man. It's about toppings, man. I'm like, this is dialogue. What the <laughs> fuck is this? Is not charming. This is, this is like somebody going like, if if Will Smith said this, it would be hilarious. But it's, but it's no, not. It's not. <laughs> and it's it's the humor is like that throughout. It's all it's all. I, I at least has a few chuckles from Charlie Day in the first movie. And this movie, Charlie Day was terrible. And then what they do with his character, like in the third in the third half. Or, I mean, the last third, fucking extremely terrible. That's that's what I'm talking about when I say there were things like a wrinkle in time in here. That's the, oh my god, Charlie Day. 
what the fuck, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> Don't put it on me. I didn't write this. <laughs> I'm just angry at some. I gotta be angry at somebody, Michael. It didn't make sense. Uh, he was brainwashed. <laughs> but yeah, the effects were okay. I guess they they are. You can see more than Transformers. So I, I'll give it that. But like, I was very much aware that I was watching CG the entire time. There's never a moment where I thought it looked photorealistic. At least in the first movie, there were moments because it was like they kept it dark. I was gonna say, but that's also part of the way they shot it because most of the, and that's what I kind of liked about this movie as opposed to the first movie. Like, all the giant monster fights were. It was like always at nighttime, or you're at night in the water, or you're mm. at night all the way underwater. That was a terrible fight. The underwater fight was terrible. Yeah, so everything was super dark. Where as opposed to this, it was very highly illuminated. And all in the trailer. And yeah, all in the trailer. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there was that, but I'm just like, uh, if you're gonna try to make it a cartoon, which they didn't go far enough with it, but mm. I'm like, at least if you're gonna make it a cartoon, light it up like a cartoon. There's just so many choices they made. That I hated. They did things with some characters. And then I also like that all the, I, I'll all say the Jaegers were different colors, so you, they were clearly identifiable. Who gives a fuck? So <laughs> the Suicide Squad. No. <laughs> they, they had more characterization. Well, that, was still, that was still in the darkness of the, gray, saying, with the Snyder Greywash. I don't care if they're different colors and they look different. So were so the Transformers of the last night. Think about it. Yeah, but that was still kind of greywashed a little bit a little dark too. I'm just talking about the popping of the colors. They pop. Like hey. that's that's what I like. I'm like so that I'm granted. I'm just like if there's anything that I can latch on to, it's like visually I was in terms it's of colors. Fight, <laughs> I was like visually I'm like okay, I I I I like the color the the color palette and the popping, you know. My eyes are somewhat stimulated, but I'm still kind of like oh, I was going through the motions waiting for the end. The very lackluster sudden out of nowhere, we're setting up for, we're obviously setting up for a sequel end. That was just like, fuck you. Oh, yeah, that was definitely. Fuck you. That, and it's, it you know what's funny? De- it didn't have a definitive end like the first one did. Independence Day Resurgence did the same shit. Same kind of like tee up for a third movie that's never gonna fucking happen. The Mummy did the same shit. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just talking about all the parallels between Independence Day 1 and 2 for this. It's the same fucking shit. Bigger, they go bigger. I think that's better. It's not. Like, what these movies need is a story. They need character. Because then that way, when you get to those moments, and, and well, and being paced well. I mean, well, if anything, I felt like they had too much story that didn't do anything. I'm not saying more story. I said good story. <laughs> uh, I thought you said this mo- these no, movies No, they need, need to story. story. Oh. They need character. They need w- to be well paced. Like they, way- they did a lot of explaining, but there was no real payoff. Yeah. That way, because they just did random shit throughout. It was like, oh, that could happen. That could happen. That could happen. I guess. All right, whatever. Move on to the next thing. But they need those things so that when they get to the action scenes, you actually give a fuck. You care. I, I keep going back to this. I, I don't know if somebody said that on the podcast. But this is my ironclad example for action only being as good as the story around it. You can have a, like a three-hour action movie and just have it straight be action, but then you, you tune out. Like, you get numb to it. You need an, like you need story and characters to make the action impactful. Viva Vendetta, the end of that movie, the third act, when he fights those guys off in the sewer with those swords, uh-huh. it is only a slow motion. Like He goes from person to person with those sighs in slow motion and kills them each like one by one. It's pretty basic. But like all of the build-up to that moment and then how that moment climaxes, that's what makes it amazing. And that's what makes you like go like that's what makes that scene memorable. But like these movies forget that. Like you can't just have like, oh well this is destroy we destroyed the city, so that's that means it's good, right? I, sometimes <laughs> it's like, I was, no. Sometimes I'll be forgetting that he, that was Hugo Weaving. I'll be forgetting. Oh yeah, well, I don't I love the voice, but 
And you don't see him the whole movie, so oh, it's, yeah. hard. it's easier to forget. <laughs> but but yeah, regardless. So I I was disappointed with this movie from top to bottom. Like I would say if you're an average moviegoer and you don't you just you just you know what you're signing up for and you're like, you know what, giant monsters or giant robots, whatever, it's my thing. I, I say, you, don't see, even get, you don't even get that. You don't get giant <laughs> monsters. If you just want to see giant robots, and that's all you want, and you want to see them destroy shit, sometimes, then I would say maybe this is like a low passable. But for me, this shit is a fucking poor vision. Fuck that. Fuck that. From the, it has so much potential. If they had just gone a different direction with the story... They just gave us some gravitas. Made you care that this was the son of Idris Elba who died as the hero. Like, you barely got that connection at all. That that one speech he gives is in the fucking trailer. Like, it's the only, like, epic moment that John Boyega really gives in this movie is in that fucking trailer. And then even how they started... Our time is now. Yeah, but even how they started in the fucking movie... Like, I'm glad they cut the beginning out in the trailer. Because he starts like, I'm not my father. My father will have an epic speech. That would make you feel invincible. And now I'm going to give him an epic, epic speech, speech that makes you feel invincible. <laughs> and he just goes into this speech. I'm like, no one's going to be like, make a joke about that? That's so fucking dumb. That he was just like, I'm not going to give you a speech, but here's a speech. <laughs> I'm like, God, get the fuck out of here. And you barely care what those characters anyway he's talking to. So it's like, and you don't feel like it's in the world anyway because the fucking story well, no, doesn't do a good like, job. I like the little girl. The girl, that's one person, that whole group. But yeah, I was going to say, I don't care about the... There's other. a whole team. Yeah, I don't care about the rest of them. Exactly, it's a whole team. Fuck them all. That's, that's the team you're supposed to care about. God, fuck this movie. Yeah, poor Vision. <laughs> what, what do you think, Michael? <laughs> and funny, I'm, I'm, I'm like, is she supposed to be white? Because her name was Amara Naka, Nag, 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 Nagaki or Nakami or whatever the fuck her I name is. I don't know what she's supposed to be, but she was okay. Like, I, I did not like her. I just feel like they should have focus on her and John Boyega and then I'm the like and she built her own Jaeger I'm like how like she didn't have equipment like those those pieces are huge Mm-mm. like how the fuck did she rig them up <laughs> that's what I was thinking the whole time She, I was like yeah I built my own Jaeger I'm like I don't see any fucking equipment in this building how would you do that but yeah I give this uh, since I was riffing off you doing your review I'm not gonna go into it a whole lot but I'm like Going back and forth between a low passable and a passable, because like I said, you fucking dis- you're a normie. I just <laughs> described you in my review. Well, you fucking fuck you. normie. <laughs> I'm not a big uh, monsters and giant robots. I don't have that love like you do. But I'm like, like I said, overall, it's like a waste yeah, of time. The, the, the story was weak. I didn't care about any of the characters, and, and like I mentioned on previous podcasts, characters are a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. But with that saying, like. I think, like like I said, visually, this movie was, I would say, kind of eye candy. Like, I liked seeing what they did with the visuals. Because, I mean, going back to like something like Black Panther, like that final, that final CGI moment between T'Challa and Killmonger, like that looked like a PS3 game. At least this looked like a PS4 game with 4K. So I enjoyed that moment of it. But going back to it, like we forgive the Killmonger stuff because we are invested in the characters. This one, I wasn't invested in any of the characters. So it's like, I don't really care. But I'm like, at least it looks nice. So for that reason, I'm like... Just because it looks nice, you gave it a passable. That's what I'm saying. For that reason, because it, it looks nice, maybe I'll give it a passable. I didn't care about Made in the Abyss. <laughs> that's so disgusting. <laughs> you gave it higher than... That's, wow. <laughs> well, it looks good. I guess. (laughs) Passable. So, but at least what made an abyss, there was only like, with this, it was like a 
Well, no, because I was going to say it's about the same length. I was going to say I sat at a set with Made in Abyss much longer. And yeah, and this movie wasn't even that long, and it felt long. How long was it? I think it was under two hours. I think it was like 150. Okay, it felt about that to me. It felt, it felt no, to me it felt long. Oh. So, okay, I, I, I'm going to settle. I'm going to give it a low passable. So... Yeah. Still disgust me. That's, that's still too high. <laughs> that rating is too damn you, high. That's what you Michael. just gave it. No, I said a no, low you, passable you for said a normie. Low passable for a normie. But for you, my rating is a poor vision. The same thing. You still, you still mentioned a low passable. Yeah. Well, I'm a normie, bitch. Yeah, so. you are. <laughs> I'm glad you finally accepted it. But I still, that's the, that's a good thing. Hermione was a muggle, and she's still one of the most powerful witches. It's not a normie. Yes, it is. A muggle. muggle. You can practice magic. I don't think you're a normie. (laughs) But anyway. I'll be a muggle, but I'm still a powerful witch. Let's get into spoilers for this stupid piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get into spoilers for this thing. Um, Yeah, so everything that I thought was going to, this movie was going to be, it wasn't. Like, I thought, like I said, it was going to be a thing where, like, it it began with them being ace awesome pilots. I thought they could fly, like, in the trailer, like, from the door. But these are all like upgrades and shit that came later. Uh-huh. So like, it starts off as a world peace, and then it turns out there's like these drone, like drone Jaegers, and then there's a weird conspiracy where like the drone Jaegers are going like rogue, and then you think it's the Asian woman who's like introduced, who's like obviously like a bitch. So it's like, oh, she's definitely the evil person, and Charlie Day works for her, and then you think that he's gonna help the other scientist guy from the first movie actually like save the day plot twist a plot twist charlie day's the villain and in the same way that that dumb little shit from wrinkle in time was a villain and would just shout with like a an evil voice coming outside like out of him he did the same thing he did i'm like what i didn't even think about that like dumb villains come in pairs like (laughs) what's going on and it was random and out of nowhere but i mean i guess because he and before even that it was weird i thought he was like did they forget that he was getting high on brain synergy i guess that's what i guess that was their way of explaining like he was like for, why he, why he got taken over and the other guy didn't because yeah, he kept because like, he kept doing it what's it called when you mind meld in the, in the movie uh Rift? handshake handshake the handshake okay. nor 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 oh no drift yeah. yeah when you drift he kept drifting with that alien brain like he was getting like high off it or some shit so then it turns out the yeah he comes home and the, he's like yeah I'm thinking he's I'm thinking he's talking to like some girlfriend or something exactly and then he's talking to that brain what the what I'm like where did he get that from I was just like what is happening <laughs> and then it turns out the precursor like, what it's like Krang in the cell or like cell yeah. from Dragon Ball Z before you transformed <laughs> the alien precursor thing that you don't even see in this movie it just, it just talks through him yeah it's like it's like mind melding with him and controlling him. So then, oh no, he uses all of the evil kaiju clone Jaeger things to try to open the rifts or the portals or whatever. And then, oh no, in the last third, the kaiju come back. And it's only three, only of, three them. of them. I'm like, what? I thought it was going to be like a giant, like, at that point, because I was just like, when is this movie going to pick up? I thought it was going to be like like a giant Jaeger kaiju war because there's all those portals opening. But there no. were a lot of portals and they did nothing with it. Only three got through. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And it's just like they, they've had so, no... Yeah, I'm like, so what's the sequel? Oh, we're going to do it again. We're going to open another portal. They've That's only redundant. T- they've had only time since the last movie to make more Jaegers and train more pilots. But yet there's only like four Jaeger pilots in the world or something? That's How what they make it work? seem like because like once they took out that one base, they're like, all they had were the children and it's like, but 
weren't you guys didn't you guys have an entire facility like yeah you had more Jager, where's the Jager pods from last time they didn't yeah, even say they killed where's, off where's Charlie Hunter yeah where's he at <laughs> he's a hero <laughs> he's just MIA <laughs> So, and even Mako, like she wasn't, she wasn't. Oh, we'll pil- talk about Mako in a second. Yeah, she wasn't. We'll get pil- to she wasn't piling anybody or any Jaeger or whatever. But just having Charlie Day as your fucking villain, right there, you fucked up. And then to have there, there'd be no real threat but him, just like on a roof, going, ah, I'm going to destroy the world. He's like, he's like Rita of Power Rangers, like yeah. when she stands off at the top of the building, get at my monster. It's fucking terrible. So then the three. But at least guys- I like Rita. Yeah, exactly. At least she's fucking. Like, can't be in a good way. This is whack. <laughs> and the three kaiju show up. They're like, okay, it's, it's time for the kids to suit up. I thought these those Jaeger pilots were like the, the ace team. No, just a bunch of kids, that girl included, and um, essentially that's and all. Boyega. Essentially, that's all they had left. Yeah, basically. So they was just there by default. Yeah. Because they didn't have anybody else. Like, for all those epic, like, you know, money shots of the, the Jaeger in the trailer, they don't do shit. They literally just, just beat up. They're just there to get their ass beat. Yeah, they did get their ass beat. Yeah, like, I'm like, what? what the fuck is the point of this? <laughs> instantly. <laughs> all destroyed. So then it ends up just being... And I think one kid, one Indian kid dies. That's it. Yeah. Zeresh or something. I'm like, oh no, the only minority on the team. <laughs> but not a black kid, because John Boeing is a black guy, so he can't kill him. So he killed the Indian kid. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Pretty much. <laughs> but then Charlie Day, the reason why there's a giant kaiju is because Charlie Day uses his... his Make my monster grow technology. We're like the the little Matrix uh the creatures, the little nano nano yeah. nanobot things. They look like those Matrix creatures that Neo stopped in uh part two. Yeah, so I all, can't remember what they were called. Sentinels. Were they the, sent, the Sentinel? Okay, yeah, well Sentinels. yeah, those. But they they make those three monsters combine into a giant monster, and then because there's only one, and it's funny because I'm like. What is, what is gonna happen? Because they they instantly it instantly defeats those other three or so like um Jaegers. So I'm like, it overpowers Gypsy Avenger, not Gypsy Danger for some reason. But I'm just like, what what is he gonna do now? It's obviously so much stronger than him. I know. We'll fly real high and then we'll drop into a punch because they have to stop the thing from getting to Mount Fuji. Apparently, I don't know how that's possible, but the entire history of the Kaiju War, no one had realized that the Kaiju weren't just destroying cities, but they were trying to get to Mount Fuji. Because if they throw themselves into Mount Fuji, their their reactive blood will blow up the world. Well, cause like a dust cloud to like cover, not blow up the world, but like cover, yeah. cover the sun and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, if you cover the sun, essentially humans would die eventually because plants can't grow. That's stupid. That's fucking dumb. How how did the how is this the first time? You know what these three? We figured it out. They're trying to get Mount Fuji. It's like how many times have kaiju appeared? Yeah, there were lots of kaiju. Yeah, so it's like you how would you just now they they made that shit up. They made it up for this movie. They definitely did. They just needed a thing to be like, if we don't stop this one, it's the end of the world. They need a time, a ticking time bomb. That's all. And that was the excuse. <laughs> it was a stupid excuse. It was so stupid. And then on top of that, like even the way they defeated the the, the kaiju at the end, punch it. <laughs> that didn't make any sense considering just before that it pulled a, it pulled a Black Panther and that it could absorb all your energy. So if you're coming from the sky and dropping and doing like, wouldn't it just absorb that? Well, it didn't. Well, one that was before they combined into one monster. But then even if it combined, they didn't you, show you would, they didn't show it use that ability once it combined. It's stupid. You're right. It's stupid. Once you combine, I you know. take off all you take on all the attributes. I don't not agree with you. I'm just saying for the sake of the movie. That's what it is, all right? You're right. It's stupid. 
Maybe he didn't see it coming, so he couldn't do it. Who cares? It's stupid. It's stupid. That's, <laughs> so it that's, ends, that's how absorption works. <laughs> it ends with a giant punch, and they eject, and blah, blah, blah. Who's a fuck? And then, oh, Charlie's captured. Oh, we're going to come for you next time. It's like it's you, like the, it's like watch, the uh, ninja, ninja Power Rangers final move, the punch. Yeah. I mean, you didn't watch Independence Day, again, Resurgence, but no. they end the exact same way. At the end, they beat a giant alien. That's how it ends. A giant alien. Same shit. Bigger is better. And then they, they go, next time, we're going to go to them. Same exact shit. <laughs> How did you fuck up this bad Pacific Rim? You I fuck mean, up so bad, you hit resurgence levels. And that's the, thing that, that's the thing that was so weird. Like, that final punch moment happened, and then pretty much the movie just ended. Yeah, it, it fast forward to the ending. It was like, we're wait, done. wait, wait, wait. Did we skip a scene? Like, is there a deleted scene no, somewhere? There's no wrap up. Because who gives a fuck? What are you wrapping up? But the characters, the, the cadet characters that are like with the same class as the young girl. Did like, they, they some... didn't even talk about the boy really dying. Nope, doesn't matter. But they had like a slight bullying side plot at one point for the girl. Who gives a fuck? There was no characterization for any of those characters. They had no charisma, no chemistry. There's literally no point to that team, but yet we're supposed to care. So there's no wrap up. Is that like, oh yeah, let's 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 wrap up with our friends. Like there's no chemistry or, or character there. So what are you wrapping up? Fuck that. Get out. They were they were right to be like, let's just get out. <laughs> let's just get out of this movie because there's nothing else left to even talk about. Yeah, you guys are just there because we we didn't have a choice, but. We we you didn't give me any reason to fall in love with these characters. None. Scott Eastwood again, waste. Why even have him? And like, I don't even think cause I don't even think he's a bad actor. He just keeps getting. Why not just have John Boyega train that that young girl and not have them be like student cadet? Why not have her just be on like have him training her? Like you know what I mean? Like just to, to fuck man, cut out the the fat. You don't need Scott Scott Eastwood to be like a weird love interest slash like. Like love triangle thing going on, like what was that even about? Yeah, what was I was gonna say? They didn't even really touch on that. There was, was no point to that. There was, was no point there. to that at all. It's not like it had a payoff at the end. They didn't even t- touch on it. I didn't even get the sense that John Boyega really liked that girl. So it's like I wasn't really, I didn't really care about the the conflict there. The, if there even was a conflict, was there just, wasn't a conflict. It was. It was just, it was just like yeah, because she because it, was, it wasn't actually it wasn't even really a love triangle because she didn't she didn't like him. They didn't even make it clear if she liked either of them. I think at one point he was like, "Well, that's confusing." And it was all, yeah, and it was also <laughs> weird. I was gonna say it. It was also weird because like she did this like seductive kiss to both of them, to both of them, and it's like, okay, I don't, I'm I'm confused, but maybe they'll they'll touch on it later. Nope. There's four writers. They just kept writing in side plots, and then no one could pay, pay them off because they just kept moving on to the next thing. That's all it was. Even the shit with like the making the drones, like that. That was like that could be a movie unto itself, but not a Pacific Rim movie because I don't want to see robot versus robot. So it's like I feel like you just did like an Iron Man thing. Like why? Why even have it? And then let's talk about how they misuse characters because Mako was in this, wasted, wasted, just there as like a plot device. And then ultimately, oh, she, she was dies. definitely a plot device. Like they just kill even her. Even her off. death was a plot device. Yeah, just to give John Boyega more motivation to be like, oh, I'm, I'm so going to like, be oh, serious. Come on, man. You did Mako like this. Died in a helicopter crash. That was so dirty. She saved the goddamn world, Michael. The disrespect. Right? <laughs> Put some respect on Mako's name. <laughs> they disrespect her hard. And I'm like, I'm like don't maybe, you dare. And I'm like, <laughs> Maybe it's about. I'm like, let me give it the benefit of the doubt. Maybe it's a behind the scenes thing, and the actress wasn't available, so she's only available to come for the like. Is Mako Japanese? 
That I'm not sure. Maybe they just had to make more room for more Chinese characters. But I'm just saying, like, like maybe maybe she could only come back for a couple of days. So they're like, okay, we're gonna, well, we can only use you for a couple of days. So we're gonna have to just kill you off. Yeah. But I'm just like, they disrespected her hard, man. Like that's Mako from the first. Like she was the the leader essentially. MVP of the first movie. Closer. I just think it was a total waste, a complete waste. It was a movie was like a. It was like a last Jedi fuck you to the last movie. <laughs> fuck you, Guillermo. <laughs> it was fuck trash. the good thing you made. <laughs> but you liked Last Jedi. <laughs> yeah, but I can still Last Jedi did say a lot of fuck you uh moments to JJ. <laughs> it's like, oh what, Snoke's important? Fuck you, JJ. <laughs> yeah. Oh what, Kyle Ren has a cool mask? Fuck you, JJ. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. Well, this is a bad fuck you. <laughs> no, to it's Guillermo terrible del Toro. fuck you. Unjustified fuck you. <laughs> I just oh. And like I said, where's Char- they didn't even mention him. I thought, I thought he was gonna be on that wall of death at the like when they showed Mako and they showed Idris Elbow on that wall. The yeah, even wall. if they did that, like to Damn. not bring him up at all is kind of glaring. Yeah, maybe they're gonna write him in for the third movie or something. Yeah, shit. he's gonna show up. Uh, he was he's gonna be like Wally West. He was over in China meditating. <laughs> oh, I hated this movie so much. It it killed like the twelve year old boy inside me like he wanted just to see an awesome robot versus monster movie and i didn't i didn't get it and it's i know our expectations expectations were high but like i didn't need much but they didn't give me nothing nothing they gave it to you at the end <laughs> but it's just at that point by that point the movie's over <laughs> and i'm dead to it like I'm I'm just roll even though the 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 action was decent because I've seen most of it I'm just rolling my eyes the entire time I wasn't like this is awesome I was sitting there like if you see my face I look bored I was just like just end just end like unless you're gonna do something really amazing with this final battle and they didn't like I don't care I thought like maybe how they were gonna finish the monster because I was like oh, maybe maybe they're I'm gonna like, combine you, robots I'm like, you didn't or even, something and you, make a Megazord I'm like you maybe. didn't even have you didn't even have me to whisper in my ear like I'm so bored. <laughs> No, I always by myself angry. So lonely. <laughs> Just so lonely. Not more ready. <laughs> yeah, this movie a little, was a little, trash. A little BTS, guys. We were, Jordan and I, we saw it at the same time, but we went to two different theaters because Jordan went to the wrong theater. Yeah, I was delirious from not having any sleep that day. But whatever. I, and yeah, that, was, that could have been in the movie's favor. God, I thought I was gonna be like still out of it that anything would have been great. So I'm like, I'm not gonna judge this movie fairly. I'm gonna be like, oh, this is awesome. But like I was just it I was awake as fuck because it made me so mad. <laughs> I've never been so alert and angry in my life. Oh, what a waste! What a, what a waste of potential. That was specific room, though, guys. <laughs> yep, hooray! Moving on. Go see it if you have a movie. Don't pa- fucking if, see if it if you have a movie pass. You're not let me finish. Don't oh, pay for it. Yeah, I guess. But it was. I think that, like the worst thing about the movie though, it just had no sense of like weight. Because they, they, they took away even, like, the gravity of it feeling. Like like I said, I didn't feel... The first movie wasn't dark and gritty. But by the end, that last sequence did make me feel like they were saving their world. In this, I didn't feel like stopping that thing from destroying Mount Fuji was, like, saving the world. It, it felt small. Like, it was, it's so weird. This fight felt bigger, but the world felt smaller. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. I, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. They tried to pack the world building filled with shit, but yet the world itself felt smaller. I don't know. Maybe not enough and civilians. Then they, and then they try to, I guess, because of the complaints with Man of Steel, granted, it's not the same thing, but like they kept, oh, they kept uh, touching it. It's we, empty. We, yeah, we evacuated all of Shanghai. I'm like, really? 
But Shanghai is this... like one of the most populous places in the world. But they said that like 60 <laughs> they seconds. Said that, they said that a lot though. No, no, but they said it like 60 seconds after a scene where it shows a guy being trampled by the monster. It's like they, they show people getting into like bunkers and like going underground. Uh-huh. But it was killing people that were like trying to get to those bunkers. Yeah. And then in the very next scene, everyone's been evacuated. I'm like, no, the fuck they're not. Like <laughs> 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 they've all been evacuated. And you hear screams in the distance. Ah! Ah, we're still not evacuated. They're all gone. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Ah! Those people don't matter. They don't matter. <laughs> we're already. <laughs> oh God. I don't know. You were so hyped because we were, we were going to go see it in our regular standard definition. Two D. Yeah, definition, I paid for this because I wanted to. Because I was like, let's use a movie pass. He's like, no, it's giant robots and monsters. I want to see it in IMAX. It's got to be like, great. All right, I'll do it. What's wrong with me? And I paid $20 for this. $20 we'll never see again. All right, let's move on. Let's get into Legends of Tomorrow. Necromancing the Stone. The death totem shows you. Pick up the totems. Whoever did this is still in the ship. Sarah succumbed to the demon Mollus. Sarah? Okay, man. Back to Legends. More totem action. Sarah yeah, gets Sarah possessed becomes, by the death totem. She becomes Sindel from Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. I guess that's kind of accurate. She does look kind of like Sindel. Yes. Um, Fatality. Let's just jump right into our ratings. Like, what, what did you think of this episode? Because uh, most of the episode is literally just trying... Like, it's, it's, it's John Constantine and, and Sarah's girlfriend on a crazy, wacky adventure to save their communal cum dump. What? Cum dump? <laughs> <laughs> whatever <laughs> they're 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 oh well they're eskimo buddies so they're 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 their fellow eskimo friend igloo buddies is that what's I'm called? like what eskimo buddies what is that you know when two guys have sex with the same girl they're called eskimo oh, buddies no i didn't know this oh well that's what it's called i mean i am gay okay. if you didn't know that <laughs> whatever <laughs> point is i don't have an eskimo buddy <laughs> it was it was like the poultry it was a. Uh, what you call the exorcists with Sarah and John Constantine? I mean, I would give this episode a, a low passable. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, you can't do it. That's that's mine. Okay, Michael. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm with you though. Low passable, I guess. I I felt nothing. Yeah, I mean, it was, <laughs> it was good to see Constantine back. You know, it's not good though. Kid Flash still being useless. He was. She got taken out. Like. He was the first one to get taken out. Yeah, the one with powers. And and then, I know I guess there's some level of hypnosis with Sarah and the death totem because she was able to, like, you know, become, like, a phantom of whatever their fears are or their, you know, past pain. But just well, the fact that... At least that, he had a moment of empowerment. He's like, I was I was depressed for you for a while, but now I'm over you. I'm I don't over need it. you. I don't need you anymore. I'm a strong, independent black woman. <laughs> As he's blasted away. Yeah. <laughs> but moments before that, you know, he's just like... You know what? You're not gonna fool me. I know you're not real. I've met with poultry, or I've met with phantoms, or whatever he says before. Yeah, and then and he like has that. a full conversation. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I like the, I like that callback because he's talking about Savitar and when Savitar like became his mother and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he says that, and then immediately goes, 
oh my god jesse yeah. <laughs> i'm like but you just said <laughs> but they all kind of did that so i guess some of hypnosis or something. it has to be like yeah. it has to be because it was stupid they all kind of was like you're not real but then immediately it was like, then they start real. crying and shit yeah like she did with her brother azari uh, yeah even john constantine did it so it has to be something going on there but when but since kid flash was the first one i was like what the fuck <laughs> come on man <laughs> but yeah man i People saying took him out with the speed gun and he was gone the whole episode. Mm -hmm. It's not like he came back later. Nope. He was gone the whole episode. Didn't we say this? This We definitely definitely did say this. Like every time, because he, he, that's why he's too useful. So the only way, they're not going to have him save the day every episode. So instead they're going to have him be taken out first every episode. And his hair is killing me, bro. He looks a lot no. like. Well, last week you said no. It's actually getting better. No, no, it's not. But it looked that is, it looks longer in this episode than it did before. Like it, before, it looks slicked back and kind of cool. Now it looks kind of like Nate's hairstyle, like a but like bit. a little puffier. Yeah, a little bit. Like a black Mozart or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not feeling it's it. It's definitely it's definitely staying permed. It's just how he slicks it back. I'm not. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, this, and and I guess they make Rory. A fire, the new firestorm. Yeah, the new fire. To- he's yeah. He's firestorm. He has the fire totem. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, I guess. No, it's not at all. It's not. Cause it's stupid. <laughs> Most episode, I didn't care. I was like tuning out a lot of this episode. I'm just like, I don't care about any of this. Like, like I said, I like that they brought Constantine back. But, was, but the really, whole episode was just them going through that's every that's single really, character. That's really it. Like, but every character had a scene where it was like, "You're not that person I think you are." Oh my! Oh god. Oh my god! Yes, you are. Oh. I'm crying and feeling yeah. having feels. Yeah, my feelings. <laughs> it's like, what? You're the death totem. Why aren't you killing them? Like, what, what are you doing? Like, you're like, you're you're beating them emotionally, making them cry, and just leaving them. <laughs> like, I guess it doesn't work because I guess. At the end of the day, Sarah, Sarah is still somewhat in control. Kind of like a Hulk syndrome. Like, Hulk doesn't... Ki- like, he'll take you out, but he won't... Ki- like, he's your friend. He won't necessarily kill you. Yeah, I guess so. He'll fight the Avengers, but <laughs> he's he... He's so strong. He, yeah, he'll fight the Avengers, but he doesn't kill the Avengers. He can punch the Earth and crack it in half, yet he punch somebody and not mean it that much, so you won't die. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? I, I, didn't, I didn't mean it. <laughs> I don't think that's... How, <laughs> like, even Spider-Man, that's bullshit of like i can lift the fucking train <laughs> but if i punch you i'm holding back i'm having a full fight with dr octopus and he's a regular guy <laughs> punching him in the face and his head's not exploding like fuck out of here <laughs> yeah this episode is just whatever to me i, I don't even have much much to say and then i'm it, like is gary gay is is he because constantine like full-on kissed him in the mouth on the mouth and he just like ch- he was cheesing hard maybe he's fluid like, <laughs> i'm like does he bi- like constantine I just didn't like the weird relationshipy shit with Sarah and her girlfriend. I'm not feeling it. It feels yeah, so her being, her being all jealous of Constantine. Yeah, that whole thing. And then like the power of love is what saved Sarah in the end. Get the fuck. Yeah, out I, of I here. wasn't. I wasn't feeling that. Get the fuck. <laughs> the power of love. But I'm just like. I feel like they could have did that whole arc better because I'm like, I feel like we've done this already with Sarah. Like, oh, I'm a killer. I'm not worthy. You know, all this other stuff. I'm like, we're doing this again. And then what brings her out of it is is fucking this new girl. What's her name? Abby, whatever. I don't remember her name. Yeah. I think it's Abby. It just feels forced. But I'm like, they haven't even been together that long. So you mean to tell me like this? a few weeks. If that. Yeah. 
So I'm like, so you mean to tell me her voice is what brought her out? Oh, you gave me the strength to come out of it. No, fuck that. That's just CW bullshit. But I'm just like, we've done this already with Sarah. Why are we doing this again? Oh, you're not really, you're not who you used to be. You're not really a murderer. Like when they brought back uh, Ray Palmer's wife to try mm. to talk to her in the death world. It's like, you know, you're no different than, you know, yada, yada, yada. You're, you're a killer. Like they won't accept you. I'm like, we've done this already. They said to keep bringing back the angst to make drama. It's like, why are we doing this? And I don't like the CW because the key, I, it, I feel like it wasn't like this at first, but it's become like everybody has to be in a pairing. I don't like it. It just feels every character doesn't need to be in a relationship. I, I get mean, it. Every CW. character doesn't get in a relationship. Like, uh, uh, what's his face? Oh, uh, Firestorm Jackson. He never had any. He never had anybody. <laughs> I guess they count um, Stein. <laughs> you are. What do you mean, our relationship? You you bond with this older white man all the time. I was just yeah. I was gonna say because like he had he he had a crush on Hawk Girl, but then she didn't like him. Hmm. He had a crush on. Uh, That's just as bad. Even like the would they will they won't they bullshit. That's the same bullshit. It's just relationship drama. Just CW. Just it's like a mandate. It's like somebody's like you gotta put relationship drama in this show. Otherwise, teen girls aren't gonna watch it. That's why I said I was like, is Wally gonna end up with Zarya? Zara, whatever her name is. <laughs> Maybe. Now he's over Jesse. Yeah, so. now he's over her. Maybe. Or he might get with Gary. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I just I just don't care anymore. So I guess low passable. Yeah. That's about I, I it. I guess. Just because I didn't hate it. <laughs> Alright, let's move on. Let's get into Black Lightning. Book of Little Black Lies. Being a parent, sometimes we have to make decisions and hope and pray that they're the right ones. I did something very bad. Well, she just lifted up my bed and said, you're Black Lightning. Busted. I'm bringing in a hitman to kill him. So how are we going to stop this? I got questions and need answers. I voted for you both times. I didn't hate this. I didn't, I didn't hate this either. <laughs> um, I'm not your book, although, although I will say... What? The TV is starting to show on, and it was starting to show in this episode. The TV, like the fact that it's a, it's a TV show, and then that that they're running, like the, they're about to come close to the season finale. So a certain beats that they got to hit, because there's certain things like, like when uh when Anissa came out to uh to Jennifer, her, her sister, and she's like, Jen came out, <laughs> came out of thunder, yeah. and she's like, Jen, I'm thunder. And I'm like, and she's like, no, you're not. Or she, like, she was freaking out. But I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, who the fuck is Thunder? Like, how does she doesn't know who that is? Or like, oh, there's blogs written about you being Thunder. Well, I assume I'm that like, they, were, they made reports when, about when it is somehow. She, when but is she's she, never been like, I am Thunder. Yeah, that's what I'm like. I'm like, first of all, where'd the name come from? No, nobody knows who the fuck that is. Yeah. And then I'm like, and then she's been pretty covert the whole time. So I'm like, how, does, how think, are there blogs and news reports and shit like that? I think the most she said it of Thunder is like she mentioned it once, but not as her name, just like as like you know in passing as like a phrase, like you know where it's lightning is thunder or something like that. But I'm like I, I get it. The season finale is about to come out, so they got to wrap it up. But I'm like, there's been no moment where she's been established as Thunder. Mm-hmm. That could have been easily side said that they just didn't make reference to the name, but they have to be like branding, branding, branding. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that it was just forced drama. That whole Jennifer being upset by finding out that. You know, she's been lied to her whole life. I'd be like, that's what you're going to draw the line on and be mad about? I'd be like, what, I have powers? This is awesome! Well, no, no, I mean, but not everybody. 
Even if you don't want to be a hero, I get, I get that she doesn't want to be a hero. And I, I like that. Because, I mean, they kind of parallel that. She's like, I'm not like you. Like, like what, uh, Nissa. Gamby, I know. You're going to say with the Gamby and how, like, the. Well, no, no I, I wasn't even going to talk about that. I was just talking uh, about how, like, Anissa, like, from the first episode, like, she was always about, you know, protesting and save the world and yada, yada, yada. But Jennifer mm. is never really, she just wants to go to school and all she's worried about is having sex for the first time with that boy. You could do all that and then have powers. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just because you have powers doesn't mean, like, and now you have to be a superhero. It's like, no, if you really wanted to, you could just have powers. So it's like, I, I wouldn't be like, I don't know. To me, it's a very forced, like, like on paper type I mean, of drama. It, it, for me, it worked at the end when she was just like, can I even have kids? And her mother was like, I don't know. I'm no, like, no, I'm not saying it didn't work. I, that's all I haven't finished explaining. But yeah, by the end, I, I think it's in line with her character. And I like the conversations it created. But I'm saying... As I bumped into it, because as a fucking teenage person, a teenager, I don't feel like your first thing is like you lied to me. Be like, what kind of powers? How? What can I do? Like, oh my god, you'd be more intrigued than like upset and angry. Yeah, that's how I would feel if I would have powers. Yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it. You have to have some kind of force drama, and then it also parallel with the fact that um, there's it's called the Book of Lies because. This is the episode where Black Lightning's dealing with the fact that he found out that Gamby's been lying to him for most of his life, too. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, the whole drama before with his father and all that crap. And hiding it from him, blah, 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 blah. So, so I like the parallel. And even Anissa Yeah, brings yeah she up. brings it up. She's like, you're mad at Gamby, but you essentially did the same thing. Like, it's no point. He's like, 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 it? No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not at all. So I, I like the parallel, too. I'm just saying, you know. I'm like, come on, you should be happy. <laughs> you should be like, fuck yeah, I got powers. But that's you judging it based on if you had powers. I understand. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so what would you rate this episode? Uh, I give it a high passable. Or a low more than passable. I wouldn't go more than passable. I, I, I'd say high passable. Because um, I mean, there wasn't anything that really stood out to me this episode. It was just a lot more of the same. Like I like the, the family dynamic i love the, the family chemistry and their interactions the conversations between jefferson and anissa were great um the fight they had i thought was done well between um jefferson the mother and anissa you know that her telling jennifer without their consent i thought was handled well yeah um like you don't make that decision we're her parents and we're gonna be your parents oh no she's like, I'm, I'm her parent he's like oh excuse me yeah oh uh, me too <laughs> <laughs> tiger mom <laughs> Um, I like that, and the, the action was just okay. I mean, it was you know we've seen it before, but I I like that they the team the up suit, yeah the team up, and now she's in the suit, and I really like again the original soundtrack of White Lightning. I love the theme song. Mm-hmm. Did you the thunder, thunder and lightning? Yeah. Oh no, something about when when thunder comes, here comes the light, something like that. Yeah, when we're but lightning comes, thunder something, whatever. Yeah, we're about this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's the gist of it. And, did you, and I like they kind of answered my. I had another question about her bulletproofness. I was like, and they showed like she was getting shot in the face and shit like that, and it was bouncing mm-hmm. off. So I was like, okay, there you go. So she's like completely bulletproof. I don't like the mask though. That's the one thing. I don't oh, like. that mask. The masks are terrible. It's even so on Black bad. Lightning, they both seem ill fitted. Like they don't fit their. Yeah, because right. even like her face was like creasing. Yeah, in the middle, weird. and it's like. And then it's like it had extra space, like at the end. Yeah. Well, you could. It looks. I was like, yeah, they I'm need not. To fix that. I'm not a fan. Hopefully, this is like Mach One. Yeah, I don't know. And who, like the next seasons, they get different outfits. I don't know who's the costume designer, but they need, they need to, to fire it. <laughs> <laughs> you out, son. But um. But yeah. So overall, I like this episode. So I would say. And, and funny episode. enough, granted, you know, I'm gay guys, <laughs> but even when she was in that suit, I was like, damn, that ass. <laughs> I like that it was in the plot though. Yeah. When she was um 
that the dude with uh, the YouTube review. Well, he did that. He did a remix. That, like, that ass, ass, though. ass. <laughs> that ass. ass. But that was, that was also a sweet moment because then I liked after that when um she said that there was like a fan group about her and like you know defying the patriarchy and what it means to be a female superhero and stuff like that. But that's what I was still. I'm still like, when did all this happen? I don't know, but I liked it. And then yeah, it says she has more Facebook followers than her father. Mm-hmm. I feel like that kind of. Yeah, you know, like that was kind of like breaking the fourth wall. But part of me, I was also, and, and it's, it's again when I'm like, like the TV's showing. But I'm just thinking in my head, I was like, all right, it's already pretty obvious that Black Lightning is Jeffrey Pierce. Now all of a sudden he has a sidekick. When we all know he has a daughter too, who's obviously gonna be, who's obviously Anissa, and of course we know that Jennifer is gonna suit up at some point. So now it's like the family of Lightning. And they all look up like no one's putting it nobody's together. Nobody's gonna put it together. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh DC. <laughs> but speaking of DC too, I like that they dropped those Easter yeah, eggs, Vixen and Super. But that was weird to me. I was like, is it? So is it confirmed that part of the? I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. But I'm just like, so is this Earth two or Earth one? Because I they reference both. Because I speculated <laughs> that they were on Supergirl's Earth, mm-hmm. but I'm like, but there's no Vixen on Supergirl's. Well, Earth. that we know of, we don't know that. What? Yeah. I feel like they just kind of wanted to plant their flag in both, just in case. <laughs> so next season, <laughs> if they choose either one, they're good. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like it would make more sense to be on Supergirl's Earth. I agree, but you know, whatever. We'll see. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Because she's like, yeah, I'm not Vixen. She's like, are you coming up here to tell me you're Vixen? No, I'm not Vixen. Mm-hmm. I'm not Supergirl. Yeah. Um, da, 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 da. Was there anything else I wanted to mention? Oh, the detective going undercover to find the corruption in the police force. That whole side plot. Oh, that moment that he uh, had on the phone where he was like, if, if, you know, if I get killed. Yeah, that was sweet. And they try to tell me, I'm, you know, try to say I'm dirty. Let my wife and kid know I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm like, is he going to die? Don't let him die. <laughs> Don't yeah, die. Moments like that, if it gets really heavy, I'm like, it's kind of feels like a Netflix show for a second. Like, there, there are moments where it dips into like Luke Cage Netflix territory. Mm-hmm. So that was one of those. I'm, I'm like, like Don't, kill, don't kill the cop. Yeah, right? I like I like him, even though they don't... Or don't like Gamby being gangster as fuck, yo. injecting that guy with black mama yo. venom. Like, yo! <laughs> like, now we both need something. <laughs> now help me. It's like, damn. And then, and then when he gets up, he just looks at him, and he's like, you read the instructions, you'll be fine. He gets out the car, and it's like, yo, damn, old man. He's like, how you know I know how to read, though? You <laughs> must be that guy, like, fumbling with the... Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. I gotta figure this out. <laughs> but, I mean, he's... He's pretty threatening by himself. Like he doesn't really need Black Lightning in some in some instances. Not at all. Like he took out that whole fucking squad last week. Yeah, he killed Latavius. I'm like, all right, Gamby, <laughs> Gamby, the TV show. <laughs> um. Oh, this one thing I bumped into. Did you feel? Did you think it was weird? The black girl magic line in the in the, in the song. Uh yeah. They, they, they he did, keep repeating he did, it. He did say, yeah, he did Black say. Black girl magic. Black girl magic. <laughs> I was just like, eh. <laughs> it just made, I don't know, it sounded corny a little bit. But I, this is the same guy who says, too black, so. I mean, uh, yeah, you beat me to it. <laughs> did, but did you, did you think it was like corny a little bit? I felt a little corny. I, I didn't have a problem with it. I like you weird. had to write. You had to write a note about it. No, I didn't, write a note like, about I didn't it. even remember. Like I forgot about that. No, I didn't write a note about. It. I just remembered. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I didn't remember. Black girl magic. I'm like, all right, but, it, but it that's thunder. That's thunder song. She needs her. Black girl magic. <laughs> all right, let's let's move on. Let's get into. Um, let's talk about Krypton. The story of my family is one of triumph and sacrifice. 
how he led a revolution against tyranny. And now it falls on my shoulders to save my world. Someone from the future is coming to destroy Krypton. Because where I'm from, your grandson becomes the greatest hero of the universe. isn't about how we died. It's about how we lived. The Seafy Original! This is the new Smallville. Another show about Superman without, Superman. without fucking Superman. I mean, you know, I guess Gotham's doing it, so why not Krypton? I mean, that was essentially their reason for making it. They were like, because Gotham's making, you know, because Gotham's doing pretty well on Fox. Why not do a Superman prequel? <laughs> Bless it, like, let's go even further back. <laughs> 200 years or so. <laughs> and forget, ba- uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. kel a baby. Such a baby, he's in fucking his grandfather's balls. <laughs> it's like, his grandfather's not even born yet. <laughs> Oh yeah. no, not the grandfather. I'm thinking father. Yeah, his no, father, exactly. his father's not born yet. It's like, oh yeah, that's that'll be totally interesting. And not so far, really. it feels kind of like Krypton of Thrones, <laughs> like Game I mean, of that's, Thrones. Yeah, that's essentially what they're doing. Uh, yeah, they got uh, the different houses: the House of X, House of Zod. Funny enough, because I'm like, is this Earth Two? Because all the Zods are black. So I'm like, Valzod, <laughs> Valzod, yeah, weird. Valzod confirmed. <laughs> like it's not even. It's kind of like um, what was it? The New Mutants. Wait, is that the show called? No, what's the show called? You're talking about The Gifted? The Gifted, yeah. Where it's like, it's tangentially connected to the movie. Like, it's kind of Man of Steel's universe, sort of, Kind of, but not really. Because like I said, all the Zods are black. Yeah. And even like the the technology of the world looks a little similar, but not totally. So I'm like, like, it's like taking visual cues from the movie, but it's not really the movie universe. I don't know. It's just it's even less investment. <laughs> it's like just do. What is, what is this premise? Like, I mean, overall, I, I like. I, I say I give it a straight passable. I liked. I liked what they established, kinda. But I hate when these shows do the do the even with Gotham. Like, granted, I know, I'm I don't watch it anymore, but. I watched like 13 episodes before I tuned out, but I hate that they keep saying, oh, we want to do a show that's not about Batman, but kind of in that universe. But then they keep fucking introducing like these villains or creatures or Easter eggs that have to do with super, like even the beginning of the show, Kal-El, my grandson. It's like, how do you even know who the fuck he is? Like, and then they had the guy come back from the future, like, oh, your grandson, uh, the future Superman. And then they have the cape. Yeah. Then they have the cape. The, this is his cape when they did the Marty McFly thing when the cape why disappears. Why you have that cape? Yeah, I don't even understand why you have it. I get I it. It's like the visual, like this is how we. But how, how did you get time it? And how, it's like, how did you get it? Left. Yeah. Like, why do you have it? Did you say Superman? Can I borrow? Can I borrow your clothes, bro? Yeah, I needed to explain to your grandfather how much time is left, and when the cape dissolves, there's no time left. And it's like, and how do you know? Like, I feel like they should just take. How a- do you even know Brainiac is coming? Like, that's the whole. It's so weird that the the. The stuff about Superman is like this the side plot, but they end with it. So it makes you feel like that's the whole point of the show. But like what's what's Brennan doing? He's coming through time? He's just coming in general? Like That's what I'm thinking. Maybe he's just coming in general. But then if he 
But then so why, just, why is that, it like? But then that doesn't change. That changes the timeline. Then, but that's what I'm saying. The, the, the cape is dissolving as if the timeline's changing. But they never really explained if it's that's what Brainiac is he's coming back to change time or not. He made he was so vague. I'm like, does it just mean that there's an attack coming from Brainiac and he has to stop it? Like, I think maybe I think maybe that's what it is. Like, uh, Brainiac is pulling a Terminator. He's going back in time to try to take out Superman. But then why this time? Why yeah. so far back in the past? I don't know. I just, but I just feel like if they want to do a show about Krypton, like drop all the, screw all the Superman Easter eggs and oh, this is Superman. Kal El is coming. Fortress. Is, it's like just do a Krypton show. I feel like that that was something you added after the fact. Like somebody watched that show, and I don't, I don't disagree with who made the decision because like I feel like someone watched that show and was like, what's the draw? Oh, but it's the drama of the House of L, and he he lost his title, and now it's all about this grandson. Um, try, or the grandfather trying to get the, the title of L back so he can be part of the, the main family and they're going to defeat a literal faceless government figure. An evil faceless government figure. Literally faceless because he's, he's wearing a mask. Yeah, he's wearing a mask. Yeah. Yeah, stop him. And it's like, but what's the drama? We know he's going to become an L because kal is a thing. So it's like, you need a drive. And it's like, um, also Brainiac's coming. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, you just threw that in there. <laughs> I feel like there's no without that there was like no real draw to this show. But then I also kind of feel like Brainiac is powerful as fuck. So what's this kid gonna do? That's what I was gonna say. Exactly. What are they gonna What are they gonna do? Like nothing. If you look at like say Injustice for example, like uh, the way the way uh, or even some some uh, Superman comics, the way Krypton gets destroyed is because of Brainiac. Mm-hmm. Even in Injustice, the way Krypton got destroyed was because of Brainiac. So it's like, so if Brainiac is that powerful and there's nobody that's like Superman level, how are they going to stop Brainiac? Maybe they'll do a thing Especially like Injustice like, where they'll bring Superman at the very last second somehow. That'd be so stupid. That's the only way I see it happening. Otherwise, it's like, what? Do you, I don't want to see random dudes with like laser guns fighting Brainiac drones or something. That's what's going to happen. Because I mean, he would have to be defeated this season. Yeah. For them to introduce another villain, unless they're gonna draw, unless like they're gonna draw him out for the entire like run of the like season, it's gonna be like Thanos ten years in, and he, he hasn't come yet. He didn't even feel like part of. That's why I feel like he's an add-on because he didn't even feel like part of the story. Everything that referenced Brainiac was just like a side thing, like, just, like you cut away to it. That's why I'm like ten years later, season ten, <laughs> Brainiac's finally gonna show up, and that's the Superman's gonna come. But Brainiac looks so CG, like. I, he didn't look bad. He looked I was gonna say he looked, accurate, he looked, yeah. But he looked totally fake, totally like a PS3 game or whatever. So it's like I couldn't see him interacting with the characters in this show. It'd be like a, it'd be like a, like a grod <laughs> talking I mean, to someone. It might be. I mean, it is sci-fi. How are they gonna do that? I don't know. But I mean, but, but and the effects aren't even that good. Remember, like whatever the Phantom Zone thing they do in the beginning, that weird green screen. It looks so bad. Well, like I said, it's, 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 it's sci-fi. I don't think they have as big a budget as like even the CW. I'll give it this: the the sets look better than the human sets. Oh, they look way better than the human sets. Yeah, like I got a sense that this is actually lived in world. Like the show was better than humans. <laughs> Agreed, I guess. But again, this is just like the Transformers comparison. Like it's a very low bar that we're comparing to. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, over like I said, overall, I enjoyed. I enjoy. I would like to see more. But it's just that, like those small things. I'm just like, why are we doing this? Like, drop all the Superman references. We already know it's a Superman world. Why would you? Would you want that for this? But like the cape and stuff, like worse. I don't, But no, like the cape and all that, I don't need it. Like the fact that they keep mentioning Kal El, like I don't need it. Like we already already know. Like mention him one time. 
I guess. Because it's like, we know we're not going to get him. So it's like all this, oh, kal okay, I got to do this for kal I got to do this for kal It's like, but we're not going to see kal So it's like, who cares? I bet you you're not even going to see references like this throughout the whole show. I bet you it's just, it's just for this first episode to hook people. And then after that, it's going to be mostly. No, you know there's going to be like tangentially always look at the cape. The oh, cape. yeah. No, no. I'm not saying it's not going to do that. But I'm saying like it's not going to be focused heavy on the Brainiac plot. Or like I'm assuming part. that Adam Strange guy is going to be like, he. I don't think he's going to be, I think he's going to be a mainstay on the show. Yeah. And he's going to be there every once in a while to be like, remember the Brainiac plot coming? It's coming. It's still coming. But it's just a side dressing to the, the main thing, which is the Krypton thing, which is not the strong part of this. I don't know why you're just like, forget the Brainiac thing. Let's just focus on the Krypton Game of Thrones. Well, like, no, I didn't say forget Brainiac. I'm talking about all the Superman references. Like, Kal-El, I got to do this for Kal-El. got to look at the cape. Well, just, it goes hand in hand. You need you need that. I, I don't think that cape thing is like that. That's just like the photograph in um, Back to the Future. Well, I'm, I'm from Metropolis, Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like the, the, the photograph in Back to the Future, where it's like, that's your how you know I don't know it's a ticking time bomb it's, it's how you know how much time you have left before the end of the show slash movie <laughs> when I disappear in this photo that means time has changed when this kid disappears that means Brainiac's gonna be here <laughs> same bullshit but, but I mean like, it's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be but it's not good either so like, I'm with you it's just straight passable just down the middle and funny enough I'm like they do this in all all movies TV shows I'm like British accent means you're alien. <laughs> yeah. Everybody got a British accent. That means you're alien. Oh, and then the the weird like black love interest he has, the the, the chick who's like the warrior and her mom. Her mom's yes. a freaking badass. Yeah, Zod, like I said, all the Zods are black. Yeah, but the way she was like, there is no mercy in this dojo, daughter. She stabbed, <laughs> she stabbed her in the arm. She's like, do you do you yield? Yeah. Yes, mom. I was like, damn, what the, the guy, fuck? Damn. <laughs> Oh, Cole, you got nothing on this, man. And uh, that's uh, you reckon? Do you recognize? Because you said the black chick, you you don't recognize her. No, oh, I, I don't even know why I'm asking this. You don't recognize faces. That's no, the uh, that's the uh, the girl, the love interest from Hang the DJ, Black Mirror. Wait, who from Black Mirror? The the episode Hang the DJ. That's the black the black girl, the love interest from Hang the DJ. Oh wow! Yeah. No, did not recognize her at all. Wow. That's her. I, at first, I was like, "Is that Vixen? Is that the same actress?" Nah. And I was like, "Why does she look so familiar?" And I had to look it up. I'm like, "Oh, that's the girl from Hang the DJ." Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm, are you excited to watch more of that? Like, I'm not. I, I'm I not. I wouldn't I say drop, I could drop it now and be fine. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm. Ex, I wouldn't say I'm excited, but I'm curious to see where it goes. I give it like one more episode. And if it, it don't hook me in another episode, it's like, what's the point? I'm definitely, I'm definitely, yeah, I'm definitely curious to see where it goes. I mean, I say that. But I, yeah, I wouldn't say excited. But I'm watching Legends and Flash and all this other bullshit. <laughs> it's not like my you standards are. are that high. Like, <laughs> like I'm more, Krypton's got one episode to win me over. It's like, Based whatever. on the first episode, I'm definitely intrigued. I'll say that. But I, I wouldn't say excited. Mm. All right, let's move on. That's going to be the only thing I actually care about this week. <laughs> Dragon Ball Super! The miraculous conclusion. Farewell, Goku, okay. until we meet again.
was lame. <laughs> it's been a long day without you, my friend. No. <laughs> and I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. No. <laughs> the best moment of this episode was the very final moment where Goku and Vegeta did that pose going back to the Saiyan saga. Oh, yeah, but now they're Super Saiyan Blue. Now they're Super Saiyan Blue. <laughs> I did like that. That, that was a nice callback. Um, but you guys talk about it, man. Just jump right into spoilers. And funny enough, I'm like, this is like the, I'm like this is like the best animated episode of like the whole series, like this little final montage. Oh, you mean the 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 credits? Yeah, that's actually my most disappointing part of the episode. Like and, the, and went back to what you said before about it being rushed. I'm like, damn, man! Like we don't even have time to see the aftermath of the tournament. We're just getting like a like a like a slideshow montage of like each of the characters. I mean, that's what I said. I was like, they don't have time for that. I know, but it's like, fuck! It just, it doesn't. Is it feel also, final? Also considering I know we, it's not final, but like at least it doesn't feel like there's closure. I'm like, like also considering like we haven't seen Chi Chi or like exactly. Bulma, like none, we haven't seen them in a while. Yeah. And now it's just it's done. We don't even get to see like the reunion, just them coming back. Like and again, they like the slides they showed, I wanted to see more. Goats in trunks, like what they were doing, like looked like they were like, you know, protecting the wildlife or whatever in seventeen stairs. Yeah, because remember he had uh Yeah. He had them take over. Yeah, the new Bulma's new kid being born, like there's a lot to fucking talk. They just threw away at the end, like, oh, by the way, Ultra Instinct, what happened? Oh, I can't do it anymore. I thought that was so stupid. I was stupid. like, what? Yeah. Was so fucking stupid. Because I'm like, wait, but then you didn't master it if you can't do it again. Yeah. And it's weird. How did you do it? I, three I times. Yeah. You pushed your limit. I get it. But like, you did it three times and then they made it seem like we were doing it. It was getting easier for you to do it. And again, like I said, like he became Ultra Instinct White because he mastered it. If you mastered it, that means you should be able to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> now no. it's just plot because, you know, the movie, they, he could go Ultra Instinct, but now he can do it again for the movie because he was pushed. If, but if I was Vegeta, I'd be like, you know what? Fuck you. What you trying to say? <laughs> he's like, nah, bro, you're not that good, so I can't do it. <laughs> you, didn't push, you can't push me past my limits. I'm going to show you, bitch. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's talking about the, like, the things I didn't like, but for the, most of this episode, I, I thought it was a good final episode for it. I, I, I know you make fun of me. I know, cause I, you always I, do. Cry, I cried. I teared up. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I can't lie. I, I totally did. It was, it was, I can tell you exactly when it happened. It was, um, in that final push where they're, uh, they're, it's, and it's like, this is what we're building toward. This is this is what it was all about. Frieza and Frieza Goku, and Goku. Making, acknowledging not, each other. Not, not Vegeta and Goku. Yeah, not Vegeta and Goku. Not Goku and Gohan. It was all no, about all Frieza, about Frieza and, Goku. and Goku. And fighting side by side. And Seventeen being the most MVP motherfucker that ever was an MVP. <laughs> like, I'm like, this is what it all came down to. Okay, whatever. But it was a moment where it was all. It was a it's, triple. It's speaking like predictions and all i would have never been able to say nope. predicted that 17 would have been the last one he was dead <laughs> and yet he won the tournament <laughs> he won the tournament i was like yo akira toriyama i get you love 17 <laughs> but damn dude <laughs> i would have never <laughs> not in a million years it's like wow i'm glad we got you out of, like, out of retirement because geez <laughs> and they kept trying to make it seem like he wasn't as strong as them but like no Come yeah, on, you yeah, were rocking with that. <laughs> but yeah, there was a moment where uh, the three of them attacked Jiren together after Jiren powers up again. Somehow. So, and it, that, and that, then funny that, enough, somehow Goku was able to power up somewhat too. That power made no goddamn sense for Jiren. It did. It was like, I, I have no friends. Oh yeah, well, you suck, bro. So get better. 
you're right. I will get better. <laughs> it's like so them talking shit about you is what makes you stronger. Like I don't. And then somehow that makes them your friend later. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it either. <laughs> Just random power up. But like I said, they do. They've been doing okay. that the whole time. I have no more energy. They gotta wait thirty seconds. I got power. I'm full. I'm back to full power. But it was just like the the whole premise Even Goku, of like, like Goku was fucking like he was pretty much dead. But the premise of him having no bonds. But then yet them saying that yeah, bro, you got no bonds, so you better be stronger. And then him becoming stronger because of that. And then becoming friends because of that. Like it's just a weird way to get to. I believe in friendship. That's all no, it came down he saw, to. He saw the friendship of Goku and Free. He's like, because remember, right before he got knocked out the uh, ring, he was like, "So this is, so this is trust." It's fucking, it's fucking dumb. <laughs> but it was so that he, moment. He came. His his character growth was realizing trust makes me strong. Trust can make you stronger. Duh. So let's lean into that. Duh. And I will I will meet you till we meet again, Goku. Yeah. I will lead into the power of trust. But it was that moment where Frieza and Goku like blast off to attack Jiren, and then the animation kicks up to eleven, and seventeen does that blast as like they finish that they, they do that awesome combo, they get thrown to the side, and then as they're running towards Jiren, 17's blast are like next to them as they're running. Yeah. And then he's like, Frieza's like, throw me at him. I'm like, oh shit, throw me at him. <laughs> like that whole sequence, it was just like the excitement. I was overwhelmed when I started tearing up. I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, I can record myself too if you want to see. I haven't posted it yet. It's kind of embarrassing. So trash. But I was like, oh, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Again, it's much higher the ending. It just, it, it overwhelmed me in that moment. Is it though? Because you know Dragon Ball is coming back. It's going to come back. I know it's coming back. back, but still. Even, even the movie. For the foreseeable future, it's done until it becomes Dragon Ball Omega in a year. <laughs> Dragon Ball Ultra. Yeah. But. But, you know, overall, even the way that even the way it ended uh, is there's peace in the universe or whatever until uh, our friends are going to go away until another powerful threat comes back. And I'm just like, yeah, oh, it was completely open ended. Even uh, Z, somebody more powerful is going to come back and he's going to go ultra instinct too. like it didn't feel like the end of the saga. Like Z felt like the end of a, a whole saga. This felt more like. They ran out the of time. End, yeah, the end of this. Yeah, like... Which part of me is like, I don't even know why they ended it, because not like his ratings or anything. No, they said that... I remember it was something to do with like them working on another project and them not wanting to split resources, and they know that they can table this and come back to it, and people will still be there. But the other project, maybe not, because it's not as like, well-known. I don't know. But I don't know. I just... I, I wanted there to be more finality to it, because it just... Kind of ended. It's just like Pacific Rim. Just kind of ended. It's like, oh, it's over. What the, what the hell happened? And the Golden Giant just appears. The wish is granted. There's literally one shot of each of the universes being revived. Because of course, like we predicted. And granted, yeah, I was gonna say I predicted predicted that that's how it was gonna end. But I was just like, but then even while it was happening, I'm just still like, what the fuck was the point? And I mean, I get it. They tried. And I was to... even wrong. It wasn't Frieza that was the winner. So, I, but I mean, I, didn't I, get, that. I get it. They kind of they, they kind of tail end it by saying, "Well, Zen Osama predicted it, and if there was a selfish wish, he would have just erased everything." But I'm just mm-hmm. like, again, still, what was so the we point? So we just wasted our time. <laughs> I was gonna say, but even still, what was the point? Like, you, if you knew it wasn't gonna be a selfish wish, who cares? Like, who cares about the fight? Like, what was the point of the fight? Like, there was a there was an explanation. Like, the point of this was to make everybody strong. Like, give me an explanation of what what your reason reasoning was. I don't know. And so I remember that I was like, or even like next, was they, they, evil. they kind of came back. They was like, so what's next, Goku? And Ben Beerus had to like, yeah, his mouth. Was, you better shut the fuck up. That's how we started this whole mess in the yeah. first place. So that was funny. But it's like, what, 
I don't know. There wasn't even anything with the angels. Remember, we were thinking no. about like maybe the angels had like some evil side plot. That was your thing. <laughs> I mean, why have them? <laughs> why have Frieza if it wasn't going to be a thing where you have the question? Like, like seventeen making that wish wasn't surprising. If Frieza had made that wish, then I'd be surprised. Yeah, but like, wh- if why? Frieza had made that wish, it would have been like, yo, now he's redeemed. And then even, even then, he kind of said, "I'm not still not gonna stop my evil ways." Yeah, and at the end, he's he's back to being Lord Frieza, like with his army. So I was like, but is he though? I mean, maybe they're gonna do a thing where they show him the next Dragon Ball Omega, and he like attacks some planet, and then he's like, "Oh man, I feel bad." Like, you know, I mean, maybe he'll have like a change of heart when he actually tries being evil again. But as of right now, it was like. What was the point of all this? <laughs> what was the point? We're back to square one. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, because then Goku was like, if you do, you go back to being evil. I'm going to stop you. And he's like, we'll see. He will. He'll fuck you up, Frieza. <laughs> Clearly, if you've learned anything. But then I'm just like, also, I'm like, uh, so Whis is that powerful that he could just bring somebody back from the dead like that? I mean, they are angels. Shouldn't they have that power? Should they? Do they? I don't know. I just felt like that was a little easy. <laughs> I mean, how else do they get? You could like they revive like, the King Kai's revive people, right? No, they they no, need the, the Dragon Ball. I mean, they the, need the Dragon Balls. They, the Lord Ox King and stuff can't revive you if they would choose to. They need the Dragon Ball. We've never seen them do it. Oh, that's true. Whatever, man. They're gods. Because 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 what's you, the point? Because also, God? you think about it. You think about why did why did Kai uh, King Kai? He kept asking Goku to revive him with the Dragon Balls. Oh, that's true. What about the what about the the Kai of the Afterworld? Remember that guy. I mean, he is the Kai. He is a Kai of the afterworld. Not King Kai. You talking about Supreme Kai? Not Supreme Kai. The, remember the Grand Grand, Grand Kai? Kai? There's so many they never Kais. showed. They never showed the. They only showed the Grand Kai at one time. Was he filler? He he had to have been because they've never he showed. He was only him. in that filler arc. The, wasn't the he? tournament, the Pycon arc. Yeah, the tournament arc. Oh, maybe. maybe, maybe so maybe he's it? not real. Yeah. Maybe he's not canon. Remember that guy says we don't know anything about Dragon Ball Z? He's like, he's yelling right yeah. now. Like, you idiots! Stop thinking about things you don't understand. Yeah, because they only showed him that one time. Yeah, okay, whatever. All right. I don't know, he's an angel. If you're if you're a god, if you can't revive somebody, what's the point of being an angel? But whatever. Small small quibbles. I, th- I mean, that was but funny. I'm still just like, who the fuck made the super... Dra- like... They they established that the Namekians are the one that made the Dragon Balls. That's why the dragon looks like a Namekian. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck made the Super Dragon Balls? King Kai. I mean, not King um, Zeno. Zeno. But okay, so then how does that translate to Namek? But it's like you're. But there's no point. I feel like I thought the power of the Golden Dragon was just Zeno. Because if you can do anything, you are the dragon. Yeah. So it's like the dragon is but, but, but it's also weird. <laughs> but it's also weird though. Like they always say, "Oh, my power as the dragon cannot oversee over uh, supersede the power of the creator." But it's like the cre- like Kami can't do none of that shit. <laughs> I don't, I don't, who cares? <laughs> Point is, I thought it was a pretty damn good ending for Dragon Ball Super. But, you know, keep that in mind that I said Dragon Ball I qualified it. It's a good ending for Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> I was just like... At watching. least it ended with a dope choreographed three-way fight. It, it did what we wanted. Yeah, the that fight was dope. But even still, when it ended, I was just like, that's it? <laughs> because it ended so fast. I feel like if they just had another episode, if they made this episode like a, an hour long. Maybe like two more episodes after this, like the wrap up. I feel like it just needed to be an hour. Just give it an hour episode. Just just two episodes. It just needed a, an episode to wrap up. But I guess their mentality is, hey man, like we all know it's coming back. So it's not really the end of like this saga. It's really just the end of this arc. But because we got to go on hiatus, we have to make it seem like a full wrap up, but it's not. But whatever. 
It's over, man. Goku and Vegeta fighting Super Saiyan Blue. And now the anime section is closed forever. We're done. No, <laughs> no more anime. <laughs> After we review Super, what's the point? We, we reviewed review all anime. No, we're going to review something else next week. I'm going to pick the anime. <laughs> pick trash <laughs> no i'm not knights of the magic is trash <laughs> your choices are trash i told you i didn't like it i just said watch it your choices are bad. Like, you, you like bad. you like robots and shit <laughs> giant robots like, and giant monsters like that's essentially what that what that was uh, better yeah. better in pacific room <laughs> you're not wrong <laughs> it, it is better in pacific, but also it's not hard very low bar all right i guess that's it Next week, we are going to review Hakata Tonsku Ramens. I think that's what it's called. I know I probably butchered it, but you get the gist. Whatever. <laughs> oh, actually, before it's we get into news. It's on Crunchyroll if you guys want to watch it and catch up before next week. Before we get into news, I want to just... Um, rapid Fire Reviews! Rapid Fire Reviews! I, since I did finish Jessica Jones. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just give it a high passable. It didn't really go the way I wanted the season to go, and the ending really pissed me off. Since you haven't finished it, yeah, and you haven't watched any episodes, have you? I, I, I only watched two episodes since last week. <laughs> but see, so I'm, the last episode I saw was the octopus, where he finally, where she uh she like goes to the aquarium or whatever, spies on like the super chick, which is her mother, and then mm. the guy that she meets for the first time they're making out that he sees her like Jessica Jones she like smashes the smashes the aquarium thing and runs yeah. that was the last episode I saw okay are you are and you... Trish is uh, she first started taking the thing and the guy proposed to her and he said she said no mm-hmm. that was the last episode I saw how do you feel about the show so far are, do you feel a drive to keep watching not as much as the first season right not as much as the first season but I'm still I'm still I'm still intrigued but it's not like, oh, I need to watch the next episode. I need to watch the next episode. Yeah. I'm just like, eh, I wonder what's happening. I wonder what's happening. I'm curious. Mm-hmm. After our last episode, I kind of forced myself to finish it off. Because I knew if I didn't just like burn through it, I, I wouldn't finish it. So, yeah, the things that they do with her mom as the villain, ultimately it goes in a place that I did not like at all. Like I said before, the main problem with the show is that there was no real central villain. Everybody was kind of wrong for different reasons. And it really gets bogged down with that in the last like four or five episodes. And then culminating with something that made me angry to the level that I'm angry with Team B on Arrow. Remember I was scared about that? Yeah. At first it kind of like um like veered away from disappointment, I thought. I was like, Oh, okay. It didn't it didn't quite go the way I thought it was, so I'm not as angry as I thought I would be. But then in the final episode, oh boy. Fuck Trish. I'll say that. I'm not going to ruin it for you or spoil it, but fuck Trish in the mouth. Okay. Right in her face. Hard in the mouth. Hard in the mouth. <laughs> I hate that bitch. And it, it made me so mad that it made me dislike a character. Both side characters. Her, for I her. Say, I like Trish. I, I did too. So far. I did too. And Malcolm. I like Malcolm too. Until the end. He's vulnerable. They fucked them both up, in my opinion. And they, oh, and they did have an episode with Kilgrave. Uh, literally the episode after I said he wasn't in the show at all, he had he was in the episode. He just, was in just one, one episode. episode. Oh, okay. Just one episode. And it was exactly what I wanted him to be for the entire season. Just a ghost in her head. And it was it was kind of like a manifestation of her guilt over killing someone. Um, so I, I liked it. It was kind of like the devil on her shoulder. And it was kind of like a good way to lean into, once again, like the, the, the effects of PTSD. 
but they didn't do enough with it. And once he was gone, the best part of the season went with him. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess high passable, though, because for the most part, I did enjoy it. I don't know. It's between passable and high passable, but it's 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 not better than Punisher, but at least it's better than Iron Fist. It's better than Defenders. It's, But it's not really doing any favors to how I feel about the Netflix Marvel Universe overall. Like, it's just, it's not the heyday. It's not like the, remember, I, there was a time where I felt like but Netflix I was say, even, 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 even the Netflix stuff has never been at the heyday. Because I'm like, it's always had the, the same problems. Like, the one half would be good and the last half would. No, I like the Devil mean, Season the 1 and Jessica Jones Season 1, I thought were both amazing. Those were like the, like, one, those like the one, two of Marvel Netflix. Those were great. And then the first half of Luke Cage. But then after that, it's been like a crapshoot. Punisher was good, but depressing. So I can't even recommend like watching it for a second. I can't watch that again. Oh, no, not for a second. It's kind of like Precious. I can't watch that a second. That yeah. was a good movie, but I can't watch that a second time. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I don't know. <clears throat> it's, it's just not... What's the word I'm looking for? It's not um, guaranteed. Like I feel like the MCU is dependable fun. Or it's like It's dependably good. Netflix Marvel isn't really that anymore. It's 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 hit and miss, and that's a damn shame because it's kind of like the Justice League of Marvel. <laughs> Iron Fist two, it's gonna be all miss. <laughs> oh no, that's maybe, what I'm saying. Like, I, maybe not. It'd be funny if we say that Iron Fist two is actually great. <laughs> could be, man. Could be. Because <laughs> it won't be Scott Buck again. Um. Only can hope. All right, let's move on. Let's get in the news of the league. So, Michael news. That, w- that would be funny if he, if Iron Fist two t- turns out to be like the best. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be okay with it. But all right, let's start off. Trailers. Dragon Ball Super. Did you see the little teaser trailer? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's really like a short teaser. That was super. Well, it was a teaser. Possibly was... legendary Super Saiyan. Possibly another Broly. No, it's, possibly uh, it's supposed to be uh, the first Super Saiyan God. Oh, Yamoshi. I don't know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> that, oh. That's that's what it says. <laughs> the first Super Saiyan God. Uh huh. Okay, so yeah, new Broly, <laughs> basically. <laughs> basically, yeah. You mean the legendary Super Saiyan? No, I mean the first <laughs> Super Saiyan God. <laughs> Completely different. But I'm like, I wonder if it's going to be in canon. Because usually the movies aren't, aren't in canon, canon yeah. but the movies for Dragon Ball Super have been in canon. Like True. Battle, Battle, of, Battle of the Gods and Resurrection of Frieza, Resurrection oh, F or no. whatever. Then I hope we're not going to get like a first arc of that in Dragon Ball Omega or wherever it's called. You know what I'm saying? Like the first arc's going to be this movie? Ew. I mean, it might. That's why, I'm, that's why I'm wondering like if it's going to be canon or not. Cause, I think it's probably you know, canon. He's then. gonna be able to go Ultra Instinct again. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably canon. Then that would make sense. Maybe that's how he actually, like, actually masters it for real. <sighs> so trash. <laughs> I agree with you. I'm not. I don't disagree. <laughs> but, but I'm looking forward to it. 
I hope they do like a release yeah. in theaters. I, mean, I guess I haven't been a fan of the movie, like Battle of Gods, even even Resurrection F. I was, I, I oh, actually I like, I liked the way they did them in the TV show better than the movie. Get the fuck out my house! <laughs> I should slap the taste out your mouth for saying that. Do it, do it, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! How? Oh yeah, how? Because you spent because there was more more time. Shitty time. With shitty animation. Well, no, yeah, the animation was bad. That's the, that's the only good thing about Dragon Ball. And you're going to tell me that makes it better? Spending more time to have less story? There's no story in Dragon Ball. What? Dra- I'm not talking about Dragon Ball. I'm talking about Dragon Ball Super, of course. Yeah. Yeah. There's no story in Dragon Ball Super. So you stretched out for no. You stretched out nothing to make more nothing. Yeah, I still liked it better. That's why you have shit taste. I don't. <laughs> and this is exactly why I don't take your word for anything you in anime. Take my word for everything. Oh my god. No, those movies are good. And but I also like the the feeling of like I saw both of those well, did I see both of those? I saw Resurrection F in the theater. So I'm hoping they do that again with this new one. Because it's like almost like going if you see that movie on a Saturday morning, it's like, you know, Saturday morning cartoons. You're a kid again. Who's waking up on a Saturday morning to go see a movie? <laughs> Me? <laughs> yeah, only you. <laughs> okay. Bad name, man. What's up? <laughs> no. Not doing that. Next trailer. Uh, Deadpool 2. Second trailer. What in the fuckical is this? My name's Cable. I'm here for the kid. What? The kid? Move or die. Kids give us a chance to be better than we used to be. He needs you. You're a lot smarter than I look. I ain't letting Cable kill this kid. But I can't do this alone. Can you speak up? It's hard to hear you with that pity dick in your mouth. We're gonna form a super duper fucking group. We need them tough, morally flexible, and young enough to carry their own franchise for 10 to 12 years. We will be known as X-Force. Isn't that a little derivative? You're absolutely right. Now, let's go get our fuck on. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. I'm rocking my fears. What suckers are fears? Making the tears rain down like a monsoon. Listen to the bass storm. Tell me they got that in slow motion. Doing the right thing is messy. But if you want to fight for what's right, sometimes... You have to fight dirty. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Wakanda forever. <laughs> Wait, Wakanda forever. Isn't that a little derivative? <laughs> uh, funny enough, Gal Gadot made a tweet about it. Okay. She's like, dude, you stole my look. Because, you know, that's her thing, too. Mm-hmm. She, she did it first, actually. But she didn't make it cool like my Panther. No, she didn't. <laughs> so, yeah, what did you think of the trailer? Um, looks okay. I mean, I guess we get more plot details, so it's him protecting this kid or he thinks he's protecting the kid from Cable but I doubt Yeah, Cable's. I'm like, who is this kid? I don't know. I, w- I wanted it to be Hope. Because in the comics, it's Hope. Yeah, it's Hope. But it's just some random fat ra- kid. Yeah, random fat kid. Know, whatever. <laughs> with with what seems to be fire powers. Seems to be? I'm like, is he supposed to be Pyro? I don't know. New team, X-Force with Ta- yeah, you got Terry Crews in it. It was weird. And also looked like um, Pennywise. Pennywise. Yeah, Bill Skarsgård. That's weird. I don't know who he's playing. And uh, Louis Tan is in it too. Oh, he is? Who is he? He's playing uh, Shatterstar. Was he in the trailer? He is. I don't remember. He's in the uh, he's in the back when they open up the plane. 
Oh, okay. I don't have the picture. But, like, you see him. He's, like, right behind Deadpool, like, right next to Terry Crews. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's funny. Seems funny. Seems so more like, like the first. Is he going to be gay? I don't know. Because Shatterstar is gay in the comics. But I doubt they're even get that much to his character. They probably won't. It's, <laughs> it's trash. Whatever. <laughs> if he's not. Hashtag, we need diverse romance. I like the fact that they did uh, they put it on Front Street. That's like, we need kids that are young enough, young enough to, to put 15 start years, their own franchise yeah, for 10 years. 15 years. Yeah. Just like Pacific Rim, just like an Independence Day. Just like. Well, I have the trailer started. He's like, start the car, start the car. He'd like bum rushed into the, the window, yeah, broke funny. the window. Oh, Dopinder. So yeah, so obviously Dopinder is getting a bigger role. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it's cool. Hopefully it's good. I hope it doesn't do a thing where, I don't know, that, that pre-screen thing still scared me a little bit. So then at the end, making that joke about like, she says that by two, you killed it. Like, I'm like, please don't let this joke be like a prophetic foreshadowing to this movie I mean, or something. When I mentioned before, they was like, there's so, apparently there's something in the movie that fans just didn't like. So I'm, I don't know if maybe they're going to redo reshoots to change that or if they're going to keep it. So I'm, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. If the movie's it's right around the corner, so. If it's good or not. All right. Another trailer. I'm not getting my host for anything anymore. <laughs> Keep them low. This isn't necessarily for a movie, but it's for a comic book arc, but it's still in your wheelhouse because you're a big old Power Rangers fan. <gasps> the Shattered Power Grid Rangers trailer? Shattered, yeah. Shattered oh, Grid. Oh, man. This should have been the fucking trailer for the second movie. In a perfect world. In Earth 2, that's what, that's what it would have been. But for a comic book trailer, goddamn, that was dope. Isn't the smallest chance of victory Enough of a reason for us to keep on fighting. The world needs us, Rangers. One day the great responsibility of being a great ranger will fall to you. Take the world from evil. Stand by your allies. Never run from a battle. My mission is to bring you back. Ready? Let's, Let's rock it! Yeah! Silver! Black! Pink! Blue! Yeah! But whatever we do, we have to do it together. Power down! So many rangers. So much potential. Squandered for so long. My lord, the generals are ready. They simply await your command. What's important to me now is my friendship with all of you. I don't ever want that to change. It won't, Tommy. You'll always be one of us. And it's time to set things right. We will invade their worlds. We will tear down everything that might protect them. And then, when it's too late, when they're powerless and alone, they will realize the truth. They could have been gods. But yeah, Tommy getting all the feels as he's watching old like home old, movies of yeah, Power, Power Rangers footage. Yeah, and not just uh, his time. He's like watching like all the different mm-hmm. iterations of Power Rangers. Stay tuned for when we actually drop. The first trailer to uh, Power Rangers Unworthy from Kamaran Studios, but you know I'm the writer slash costume designer for the whole thing. 
I had to pivot the story because Kyle Higgins, hundreds of DMs. Hundreds of DMs. Kyle Higgins stole my story, Michael. Did he? Yeah, he did. Because his story's coming out first. <laughs> yeah, but that's because he has a fucking budget. <laughs> like, I wish I had put it out there, but it was literally going to be uh, about an evil like ranger killer going from dimension to dimension well, killing all ranger power killer. this is tommy <laughs> it's even better <laughs> I'm, not, hey, I'm not even saying that he did it better he was like uh, like a power ranger terminator that's stupid i'm gonna make it the green ranger which everybody loves and the green green and white rangers even Lord better Dracon is like a combination even of better both. yeah they combine the best parts of the both versions of him as a ranger and then on top of that they brought back him being evil and then on top of that they're leaning so hard into the fan service that this is basically the highest budget fan fiction ever written <laughs> it's so fan fiction it's definitely but it, it's but, so good but it's like because i'm like actually i would like to see this as like a little a movie. mini movie because it's just a trailer for the because it's a comic book yeah, it's arc. A comic yeah Everybody, everybody thinks it's a movie, but like, no, it's just a trailer yeah, for the comic. Yeah, it's just a trailer for the comic. But what I'm saying, it should be a trailer. Which is like, genius. That comic is going to sell like gangbusters because mm-hmm. it's just this fucking trailer. So I'm like, it's genius on whoever decided to do this. I think it's Kyle Higgins himself. Well, it? I know he's writing it, but I don't know if he No, no, he was up... behind it. Oh, okay. Yeah. they did. So. But apparently, they did it in a, like a month at the last minute. And it was a smart move. Yeah, so it's genius for Kyle Higgins. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the trailer's fucking awesome. I wish it was the sequel to Power Rangers. I'd be way more excited. Which we're not getting. <laughs> but yeah, I got the feels when he, like, he showed the old footage of him as Tommy and all his baby face. <laughs> and then putting on like the dragon helmet and like, we could have been gods. Like, oh, that's fucking badass, son. But yeah, he basically took my idea and made it way cooler. <laughs> so I'm just like, fuck, or man. Or you took his idea. <laughs> no, he took my idea. And it really, I, I, okay, you know what? I can't even take full claim for the idea. What I really just did was take Power Rangers and combine it with Spider-Verse. That's really what he did. <laughs> I was like, what's better than one Power Ranger team? All the Power Ranger teams. <laughs> but whatever. It looks awesome. But uh, going on, like uh, the ratings for Krypton has actually, it was, they were pretty good, especially oh, by wow. sci-fi standards. So oh, Again, is that a low standard? <laughs> is that like a low bar? Well, yeah, because usually cable shows don't get as many... Uh, viewer viewership is like abc or cbs or anything like that so for for example like if the flash was on abc or anything like that it would be considered low ratings and we wouldn't have got be on season four they would have canceled it okay so even same thing with like black lightning so so for sci-fi standards it's been pretty good so i mean sci- sci-fi and david goyer and all those got to be happy so if it keeps up that means we're going to get a season two of the show <laughs> you say that like oh yeah I can't wait no, for that people care apparently cause people watch the shit so swag <laughs> and funny enough it actually got just a little bit more not a lot but just a little bit more uh, higher ratings than the, the premiere of Black Lightning oh, that's don't tell me that <laughs> it did. people don't know what the fuck is good it's uh it's tra- it was trailing behind Supergirl's premiere and obviously, the Flash's premiere. It's tra- basically a trail behind all of their premieres: the Supergirl, the Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow. But it did a little bit better than Black Lightning. <sighs> Breaking my heart. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> but uh, speaking of which, Pacific Rim, your favorite movie this year. <laughs> movie of the year, twenty eighteen. <laughs> yep. It uh has been the movie to finally dethrone Black Panther in uh, number one in the box office Ew. for this weekend. They did not deserve that honor. Because <laughs> everybody was wondering. They, everybody thought, people thought it was going to be uh, a wrinkle in time. Didn't happen. 
So it was like, okay, well, Tomb Raider do it. Man, it's funny. The two black leads after Black Panther both fail. <laughs> but yeah, like, but we can do it too. Oh, no, we can't. <laughs> so, yeah, they were like, well, Tomb Raider do it. Didn't happen. So like, okay, so it's Black Light. I mean, Black Lightning. <laughs> so it's Pacific Rim going to do it finally. And it did. And it's, I'm like, but I'm just like, is that really a success story for Pacific Rim? No. Or it's just because Black Panther's been out since like fucking February and we're in damn near April. So, of course, because really Pacific Rim only took in $28 million this weekend. That's not that high. Good. (laughs) I'm glad. I hope it makes no money. So, I mean, like even, uh, what what was it? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head, but like uh, Tomb Raider only took in about that much last week, like 20, 20, 27. That's not that high for what they want. I assume the budget was higher for Pacific Rim. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the budget was it higher. Had it, had to, it had to be higher. But yeah, uh, Black Panther did uh, 17 million this weekend to make it number two. Okay. And uh, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider has dropped down to number four. Damn. This weekend. Uh, That's a damn shame. It's actually it only, a decent movie. No. No, it's number five this weekend. It's, it only made ten million this, for this weekend. Damn, below what? Uh, number four is uh, Gnome Sherlock Gnomes. So Sherlock Gnomes beat Tomb Raider. <laughs> we get a good video game movie, and, and then, then Sherlock a, Gnome beats it. Yeah, and then there's a Christian movie called I Can Only Imagine. That's number three spot. Even th- come yeah. on, I haven't heard of that. Oh. I haven't heard of it either. But that's yeah. So Tomb Raider's number five. I've lost all faith in humanity. <laughs> and then uh, Love Simon. Uh, okay, that deserves it. Love Simon's in the sixth, in the sixth spot. It's, oh wait, what? <laughs> I thought you were gonna say it was like two or something. No, it's in the sixth spot. Oh man, so it I dropped hate, out. Of, it dropped out of the top five. I hate people, Michael. I'm like, I like Love Simon more than I like Pacific Rim. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> but at least it, uh, it, it had, it, it made, it made 23 million so far on a 17 million dollar budget. If you're mad quiet in this podcast, it's your fault because you're so far from the mic. I just want you to know. No, I'm, I'm like right here. You keep doing this. So, just but know. I'm like doing this and then doing this. Yeah, and you can hear that. So what? I can project, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so $23 million on a $17 million budget. I mean, that's still pretty good. It hasn't, it essentially made its production budget back, but then you got a marketing and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, it's still doing pretty well for what it's, for what its budget is. People don't know it's good. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> they don't. Because <laughs> I mean, Pacific Rim was number one. <laughs> Yeah, they don't know what's good. <laughs> Barely number one. But uh, also with that, Black Panther is still breaking box office, which, I mean, not box office, but still breaking records, which I'm like, this is a random, this is a random record, but okay. Black Panther has passed The Force Awakens as the most tweeted movie ever. How do they? They were what? I was gonna say. I was gonna say. They I, that's why I was that? like. That's why I was like. I was like. This is a record. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, the Force Awakens was the 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 highest tweeted movie ever, and now Black Panther is now the highest tweeted movie ever. So good to know. I, I guess, guess if you're a good a person that follows follows Guinness Book of World, which I'm pretty sure like studios like that. That's still yeah. publicity and f- coming from this coming from the movie that was the highest tweeted movie ever. I mean, it broke a lot of records. So. It's another one on the list. It's like Brooklyn has like a list of like all the things it broke. <laughs> but it's like yeah, it's like every week there's a new record yeah. that comes out that Black Panther broke, <laughs> which is funny to me, <laughs> in a good way. But uh, 
also take this take this with a grain of salt. And I'm not saying because the movie's gonna be bad or anything like that, but I'm just like, even if it is bad or anything, would he really would he really come out and say anything against it? But James Gunn tweeted that he uh, saw Avengers Infinity War and he said, Sweet. Avengers Infinity War is incredible. Wow. And that's all I'll say for the time being. <laughs> that's why I said take it with a grain of salt. Not to say that the movie's going to be bad, but I'm like, if it's bad, would he actually say something? He's like, oh yeah, Infinity War sucks. And Disney's like, what? Yeah, he'd be shot instantly. <laughs> I got your wife and kids. <laughs> James Gunn found dead in the bathroom. <laughs> it's like, oh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. You thought you were the director? Yeah. Uh, no, bro. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, oh. So I mean, but I but I but I'm assuming. I mean, James Gunn kind of has intent. I feel like if it was actually bad, he probably just wouldn't have said anything. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's incredibly bad. <laughs> and plus, he's like one of the big fanboys. Some, zombie. I'm still. Eh. I don't need James Wan. To, I mean, James Wan. James, James Gunn. Wan. Tell me. <laughs> That this movie's gonna be amazing, okay? <laughs> I th- I got a pretty good idea that it will be. But yeah, but uh, talking about things that are amazing, something that's not gonna be amazing, which I mean, we kind of knew it was coming, maybe, but well, it's now official, officially official, official. What? According to New York Times, Chris Evans is not coming back after Avengers Four. He what? says, <laughs> "This is his quote." Last year, no. He's like he says. Uh, well, this is. I'll read the article, then I'll get to his quote. But it says last year he filmed back to back the final two Marvel movies for which he's under contract, Avengers: Infinity War, due April, and then the sequel plan for next year. For now, he has no plans to return. He says, "quote You want to get off the train before they push you off." Such a Captain America thing to say. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Captain Americaism right there. I mean, I mean, he says right I mean, now. But I mean, he's been. But is that confirmed? He's dead. Like, is that what that means? And maybe. Like, Jesus, fuck, man! Don't tell me that. Or, or, or if not, dies. Maybe he just walks away. Like retires. Because, 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 funny though. Like a lot of people just say, "Oh, who's gonna die? Who's gonna die?" Maybe nobody dies, but they, but they just drop it. Like, like, because I heard a theory, like where there was like, okay, well, if you want to get. Robert Downey Jr. off, you know, away from the Avengers team and not be Iron Man anymore. Somebody else take the mantle. But then you still want to kind of leave the door open to maybe like five years or six years from now. Maybe he wants to come back. Somebody's like, well, a good way to do that. And I was like, actually, that kind of works. What if Pepper kills, uh, I mean, Pepper. Pepper kills Thanos? (laughs) What? (laughs) But I kind of ruined what I was going to say. Maybe Thanos kills Pepper and that kind of mortifies him to the point that makes him want to drop the mantle of Iron Man. Oh, I see what you're saying. And so then maybe that still leaves the door open down the down the line, he might want to show up in like Avengers Seven or some shit. That'd be well. Somebody's got to die, or I'm be pissed. But yeah, I hear what you're saying. So, so it's like maybe uh, Steve walks away. Yeah, maybe they pull a Nazi Captain America, but without the Nazi. <laughs> pretty much. Okay, I, I mean, that'd be cool too. I like that. Because I'm like, does anybody? Because everybody's like, oh yeah, somebody has to die. Somebody. It's like not necessarily. Mm, I hear you. So maybe yeah, maybe he just walks away. Yeah, he's like I'm too old for this. Kind of like, kind of like Piccolo kind of did in a little bit in Dragon Ball. He's like I'm too old for this. I'm getting too old for this <laughs> yeah. shit. So I don't know. We'll see. Okay. But uh, speaking of uh, Infinity War with all the crossovers, all the superheroes coming together, and yada yada yada, and people keep talking about the Defenders going to show up or the Agents of Shield going to show up. Well, uh, the Russo brothers came out, and I'm like, this is such a fucking cop out answer. <laughs> okay. But he says. 
We have considered everything. But the trick is that we already have at least 60 characters with whom we must tell a story. It's hard enough to communicate with Taika Waititi, Ryan Coogler, Scott Derrickson, Peyton Reed, and James Gunn at the same same time. Not to add all the showrunners and TV crews to this, the latter is also led by by totally different people. So it's practically impossible. Our job is to focus on the Marvel film characters or the Marvel film world and offer a satisfying climax. So basically answering the uh, question that, no, we're not going to see the Defenders and no, we're not going to see fucking Quake fight Thanos. But I'm just like, it's such a cop out. Oh, yeah, we got to talk to Scott Derrickson and all If you build all this shit into the schedule, then it can work. Mm. And it's not even like we want... You need one scene, man. I was going to say, it's not, even like, we want, it's not even like we want full moments where we want to see like the Defenders f- literally fighting that. Just have a moment where it's like a, a news clipping. Yeah. And you see them fighting on the news or some shit. Yeah. Like you could film that, you could film that separately. Like even when they're filming like Jessica Jones and all that shit or when they were filming the Defenders, just have them do like one scene yeah. and then just mail it into them mm-hmm. and then they figure out a way to edit it into the show. It's like... Oh, we already got 60 characters. You mean you can't add like six more? Yeah. Make it 66? That's the way right there. Just literally just a news, a news article or a news scene. It's like, come or on, bro. Or a TV in the background. But then they keep... You don't even have to be like... I would even take reused footage from Defenders. <laughs> just have them in there. Agreed. And, but, but then the thing that annoys me is they keep leading with this shit that, oh, it's all connected. It's all connected. Even Jessica Jones. Do you know Captain America? Do you know Captain America? But it's like, you have a guy that's pretty much about to destroy half humanity. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I feel like now it's just the gimmick. But yeah, I'm like, once Infinity War is over, how are you going to explain this? That they didn't, that they didn't, that the Runaways, the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, like, none of them had any connection. Like, how are you going to explain it? Oh, we were, we got locked, we were in prison. Is Jessica Jones going to be in a fucking coma? Like, what? It makes me mad because like, I remember before when they first started doing this Aces of S.H.I.E.L.D., like tying it into the main universe, people thought it was a gimmick. And they're like, yeah, time proved that that was right. It is a gimmick. There was no reason to build Aces of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, I mean, it or, wasn't at first because, I mean, you had like Lady Sif show up. You had Nick Fury. You had Nick Fury show up in the gimmick, first season. It, it led least nothing. It's o- That was only to get people to watch those shows. It's a gimmick. Well, it ended up leading to nothing, but we didn't know that at first. I just said that. I, I just well, I said. I didn't hear you say that. You don't listen. <laughs> it's just like Drax. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, it's because it led to nothing. It's a gimmick. So like, I don't know. It's just like, it's at least a bad taste in my mouth. It was like, you tricked me. <laughs> you made me care about these things because I thought it was going to at some point cross over with that other thing I loved. But it's not ever going to happen, is yeah, it? Yeah, you had the world being transformed or affected by Inhumans. There was yeah. no mention of Inhumans in the movies. or Yeah, and, and shows like Aces of S.H.I.E.L.D. in some ways kind of suffered for that because they had to keep pivoting with the movies. I mean, in some ways it made the show a little bit better, but in other ways it's like, like Inhumans. It's like that was pivoting that way because the Inhumans movie was going to come out. But like because it's never tying in, like what was the point of any? Yeah, of it? I have a feeling if they if because granted they ended up not doing this, but yeah, if, if they weren't going to do... The uh the Inhumans movie. I feel like this whole plot line with Inhumans on Agents of Shield. I don't think they would have did that. Exactly. No, it was, I think it was completely for that. They were they were aiming for that movie to come out and for it to be relevant. But and then the show came out and it made it irrelevant. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's because the, sh- well, the show was originally supposed to be a movie. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. It's just. I don't and know. then even that the show didn't even tie into the fucking Agents of Shield. And they were both on ABC, so it's like even that crossover, the lack of crossover, rather, made no sense. I'm mm-hmm. like, 
Agents of Shield have been building up for Inhumans for like the last since the first season, mm-hmm. and then you have now you have an Inhuman show, and there's no mention of trash. <laughs> I'm like, okay, whatever. Damn you, Marvel, making DC moves, man. <laughs> but they keep saying it's connected. It's they not, keep though. saying it's connected. It's not. That's the sweet lie they tell you. <laughs> it's not. No, baby, I love you. That's the same thing. <laughs> But uh, speaking of speaking of trash, which I mean I know it's gonna happen, but according to uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, he's saying as of right now, quote, "There's no plans yet for a Doctor Strange two. Cumberbatch. Well, again, these are all they keep saying yet and now all these qualifiers. Like I don't believe them. Like they haven't announced anything after Avengers four, so there's no plans as of we know he said, for anything right now. Yeah, he says he says right now the master plan is continually in flux, so it would be out of order for me to speculate. Yeah, see, that just means he doesn't fucking know. That doesn't mean it's not gonna happen. That's why I'm like, it has to happen. Like, it's definitely gonna happen. He's it's, technically not even Sorcerer Supreme yet, so. I mean, whatever. <laughs> he need to have a Doctor Strange too to establish that. Unless they say, oh, now Thanos is here. Yeah, he's Sorcerer Supreme. I mean, it's been so long since the Doctor Strange movie in terms of, like, the, the movie timeline. It's been years. So probably he probably is. We just didn't see it. Maybe. Yeah. It's been, like, three years or plus since Doctor Strange. Yeah, I don't necessarily... Well, yeah, since the movie, but I don't necessarily know within the Doctor Strange timeline. Because I think the movie took place around Winter Soldier. Yeah, it's been years in the MCU timeline. Yeah, so Winter Soldier's been way longer. So I think, yeah, I think maybe it's been more than three years since he's been... I mean, that makes sense, too. That's why in Thor Ragnarok, he was doing all that magic shit that we've never seen him do before in the movie. But even then, I still kind of felt like Doctor Strange dropped the ball. And this is the Doctor Strange review, but yeah, (laughs) I I feel like my biggest complaint with Doctor Strange is they really dropped the ball with like establishing the greater MCU world. Like There should have been moments of like while he was training... Like him, like looking all, like watching television shows and him seeing like Winter Soldier and go, why don't we intervene? Oh, we mm-hmm. don't do this. To, or looking at, uh, of seeing Age of Ultron. Yeah. See, like seeing moments like that. Agreed. <laughs> we don't do robots, strange. <laughs> but there, there was, to, to, and especially like to get the greater passage of time. Yeah. Like, but there was none of that. So I felt that's one. That was one of my big like. I was like, come on, Doctor Strange. Why didn't you? Why? Didn't you, this is the perfect opportunity, especially since they mentioned him first in Winter Soldier. Yeah, like they, it would make sense to show all of this. So they obviously, obviously, he had to been tr- still train, like training at that point, because otherwise, how would they know about him? The training sequence was the weaker part of Doctor Strange in general. The pacing was off too. Like it, it, like you said, it didn't feel like it was a long length of time at all. It was like, wait, he goes from being a novice to now he just knows shit. What the? <laughs> like, how did? Where did that happen? <laughs> yeah, so it would have made sense if they showed the passage of time that way. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Or like, see, he sees Ant Man or whatever the fuck. Like any Anything. of the any yeah any of those events. Yeah. Agreed. I'm like, whatever. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, yeah, somebody sent me a message about that, though. Like, they, they, the voices. What? <laughs> that they were dying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you whack-ass Mackie voice. <laughs> whatever. Fuck you. But, uh... I, I just went blank. <laughs> <laughs> News? Yeah, I was like, wait, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know where I... Who are you? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> you kidnapped me. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> but yeah, so Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth are looking like they're teaming up again, Valkyrie and Thor. But it's not for Thor Ragnarok 4, which, I mean, they're going to team up for that too. Oh, is this um? Here comes the minute. Yes. 
But one who's not a man. (laughs) (laughs) So the name doesn't make any sense. It's like Wonder Woman. I'm the man who can. What the hell? That's weird. Okay. But yeah, so she's she's gonna looks like looks looking like she's gonna uh, play his partner. Who's who's the the wise ass younger rookie? (laughs) Like, I mean, I'm guessing she's younger than him. So he's. The... He'd be the he's be he's he's the old gristle. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, is he's I'm a straight not, he's, man? He's not he's not old, but he's like, yeah, I've been doing this for ten years. I'm over it. Yeah, I didn't like when they cast Chris. Or maybe Hemsworth. they're both. Or maybe they're both. They could be both the doe-eyed. They're but then no, you need a point of you need. Well, no. Well, they're messing up the the the, the formula. <laughs> they need like the, you know, the 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 plucky partner and the the steadfast, experienced one. Do they though? Because it is a reboot. <laughs> oh, it's a reboot. Yeah, that's what it says. Oh, I don't like that. But I'm pretty sure it's probably going to be like a soft reboot. Like, oh, those other Men in Black movies happen, yeah. But we're not going to really we're not going to reference them. That's basically a reboot. I don't like it because <laughs> they might bring back like some. They might bring back like the little shrimp looking characters. Oh, the little roach guys. Yeah. As a as a that that'll worms. be that they'll be they'll be the connection to the last hey, ones. Yeah. Que paso? Are so we maybe, are we racially insensitive now? <laughs> so maybe they'll be the or like the little dog or the dog creature. Yeah. Like the creatures might be the reference to the old ones, but not the characters. I hate that. But it's also saying to us the studio fast tracked. I don't like it. All right. <laughs> they they fast tracked this movie, so uh, I don't like it, but okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Speaking of something else you might not like. What? I don't like this shit either, if it turns out to be true. Because okay. it is a rumor, but based on what I've seen so far, I think it's true. So yeah, there's a rumor saying, and this is a guy that used to be a... Got all these rumors. He used to, he used to be an editor in, on IGN. So maybe he has get, that gives us some credibility. He's not at IGN anymore, but... Okay. Uh, he He's basically coming out and saying that... The Venom movie with Tom Hardy, which is about a man that gets a symbiote. <gasps> oh, I saw this rumor. From Spider-Man. And he becomes a monster with teeth and a long tongue. That sounds like a really interesting premise, Michael. There is not going to be any Venom until the end of the movie. You're not going to see Venom at all until towards like maybe like the last act of the movie or the hmm. last like. 15, 20 minutes of the movie. That sounds like another movie I just ranted about where the whole premise that it was based on didn't actually happen until the end of the movie. Here, this is what he says. The worst thing about it is that you do not see the actual Venom suit until the very end of the movie when the symbiote forms forms around Brock to fight the big bad government villain who is also using a symbiote from space. Oh no. So it is going to be Carnage versus Venom. And it's gonna literally be a thing where you don't see Venom until the end if it's true. Then they say that he uses tendrils and stuff before that. So like, I guess his arm will transform into a big whip or something. Something stupid. Yeah, like the that. majority of the movie sees the symbiote manifest itself via veins on Brock's arms, tendrils, additional arms, and a shield These during motherf- during a car chase. These motherfuckers play prototype. <laughs> that's, that's what that, this that, is. That's, that is. That's prototype. I, I just like when you were describing, it, I was like. 
Wait a second. I'm a glad you call, I didn't think about it. I'm glad you call, that's prototype. That's this exactly motherfucker prototype. puts on a hoodie. <laughs> he's, he's, Alex, he's Alex Cross. Oh, I see what you're doing here, Sony. <laughs> he's Alex Cross. And you realize you. How far, and that's, you, that, you, that's what prototype is the government and all this. Game? I beat both of them, part so one and part like, two. The, one of the last upgrades in that game is the suit, like the, the symbiote or whatever it is in that game. Go over his whole body. And his armor. Not, yeah, not only just that, goes over his whole body. And then he has those like giant things that could like take out fucking planes and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just talking about like whatever that weird parasite thing is, he's able to make it go over his whole body. And yeah. he looks like Venom when he does the whole body transformation. Ah, uh, this is this is the movie. They literally <laughs> played the game and was like, let's make it Venom. Let's make it Venom, right? <laughs> like, I, I would rather a prototype movie. Like, you know what I'm saying? I would like, rather a prototype. <laughs> Funny enough, I like the second one. I didn't play the second one. I like the second one a little bit better. That's the black guy, right? That's the black guy. Mm. That's the only reason I liked it better. <laughs> was the guy from the first game in that one? He was. He was. He was the anti. He was the villain. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's cool. He the uh, Alex Cross, the guy from the first game. He's the one that gave the black guy, and it was on. And it was on accident. Mm. The black guy got his powers from him, and so he's trying to track him down. Like, Wait, why is he the you antagonist? Ruined, you ruined me. He's evil. Because he's not evil, but the guy sees him as evil because oh, it's like you. you gave me this thing. I don't know what this is. I want to kill. Like you ruined my life. Yeah. Okay. I got you. All right. But yeah, this is, just seems like prototype movie now with Venom. So let's let's see if but like he, I said, if it comes true, it's just a, he's wearing a hoodie. <laughs> it's a, like I said, it's a rumor, but based on everything I've seen, like we've never seen the Venom suit. Even the trailer it that makes came the out, trailer makes sense. It makes it makes <laughs> even like the first look, hot Tom Hardy first look, and he's just holding a fucking book. Remember that scene where we're like, does he have psychic powers or something? Yeah, he's like that. To me, is definitely they were just missing the tendrils. That's missing the tendrils. Yeah, yeah. they just didn't finish the CGI. Fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> look at my eyes. Look at my eyes. Look at my eyes. Fuck this look, movie. Look, look at me. Look, look at me. me. Look at, <laughs> I'm the captain now. <laughs> Fuck this but movie. Tom Hardy came out because he because he, he once he uh they started filming this movie he created an Instagram account and <laughs> hashtag don't hate this movie. <laughs> so addressing the rumor, but I'm like he didn't really address it, but he released uh uh like a face with like it's called face eater. Mm-hmm. Whatever the picture is, I don't know. If that's I guess that's supposed to mean. It looks something. like the back of like a Sons of Anarchy shirt or jacket. But his quote was Venom, just saying. Venom suit myths usually asinine circulate about things usually by those who have failed to garner credible intel. Why do you talk like that? I don't. That's exactly how. That's exactly what it said. I'm like I didn't leave out a word or anything know, like that. I know, but like why he's he's using like broken grammar, but then also big words. But it doesn't really say. Don't believe the hype. Thou doth protest weirdly, <laughs> not even too much, just weirdly. He, he didn't really, but yeah, he didn't say. He didn't really say like, guys. I saw the rumor about the venom. It's not true. Venom is throughout the movie. Like he didn't say any of that. He That's just all says. He, had to say. he just says, "Oh, it's a failed journalist." It's whack. So yeah. I'm just can like, we can we make the bet right now? Because I know it's gonna be whack. Let's just say it's gonna be whack. It's gonna be terrible. It's definitely gonna be terrible. But I'm like, I definitely believe this. Room. I grant it could, it could, it could be false. And Venom totally could be throughout the whole rumor. Venom could be out the, the whole. I said the whole rumor. He could be throughout the whole movie. But I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I'm just. See, I'm looking at you. <laughs> Do you? He could be, but he won't be. He won't be. <laughs> Especially after this tweet. Like, yeah. It's like the that tweet is really the last piece of this puzzle. That's all it is. It's just like, oh, that's why the trailer's like that. Got you. All right, got it. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, Sony. <laughs> I saw a really funny meme where it was uh, that line from Infinity War with Peter Quill and Tony Stark. It was like, 
you've got a good plan, but your plan sucks. Let me do the plan. <laughs> and it's, it's Marvel talking to Sony about Venom. <laughs> like, I, I see what you're doing. It's a good plan, but your plan sucks. <laughs> so let me do the plan, and maybe the plan be good. <laughs> yeah, because what, what, what are they doing? It's terrible, dude. It's fucking terrible. And then on top of that, you throw that on, in addition to the fact that they were trying to do a silver and black movie, and then also the top of that, they're now doing a Night Watch movie. What are you doing? What <laughs> you just let Marvel take care of it? They're more you already like had DC. your you already had your hands in the pot, and you fucked up the other you fucked up the one franchise you had. Mm-hmm. That's like why you, you're that's why you're teaming up with Marvel now. It's like they don't get that. They didn't understand. <laughs> like wow. We finally have a successful movie after pairing it with Marvel. Yeah, wow. People like Spider-Man again. Let's make and more. It, it's not because of us. Yeah, like, <laughs> like the logic shouldn't be like, now we can make more because people like our show, our movies now, right? It's like, no, they like your movie because Marvel did it. <laughs> and not only that, it's like, not just the fact that Marvel did it, but now you have Spider-Man, the things that we want. You got Spider-Man interacting with Iron Man and mm. Captain America. Like, we want to see Venom interact with fucking... Sp- like, he, he's not even interacting with Spider-Man. As far as we know. <laughs> he's going to be... Well, there's rumors of Tom Holland being in a movie, but just not Spider-Man. I mean, so it's like, what's the point? It's going to be one scene of Tom Holland's walking in the background. <laughs> he just walks by. <laughs> uh, he's like, hey, bro. He's like, what's up? Oh, it's like a nod. Uh-huh. <laughs> So, so trash. <laughs> but, uh, so Keenan Lonsdale is coming out, talking about coming out again. <laughs> but, because you know. Double gay. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Just look at my hair. <laughs> so he's doing, you know, because, you know, Love Simon is out. I said, you know, you know. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Love Simon is out. So he's making the rounds with doing uh, interviews and press and all this other stuff. Okay. So. A couple of people asked him about his experiences on The Flash, like when he first got cast as Wally West. And because, you know, originally Wally, white guy and all other stuff. So he basically came out. This is the first time he's coming out saying this, saying that he got a lot of messages, you know, racist messages regarding. Really? His t- he never mentioned this before? He never mentioned this before. Oh, wow. Okay. But uh, maybe I've just dealt with these so often when I tried to defend him when he first came out that I've just I thought he talked about it. But okay, <laughs> yeah, that's why it's a story because never he never really talked about it mm-hmm. before. <laughs> Wally Wally's quoted as saying, "Fuck people anyway." <laughs> <laughs> but he was like he was like the character is originally Caucasian in the comic. So when I got when I let me see if I could do his let me see if I could do his accent. <laughs> his accent? His Australian accent. Wow. Okay. I don't even know what else his because his, his it's different than like a Hugh Jackman accent. He was like. The character is original. That's terrible. <laughs> whoa. I don't even know what that was supposed to be from. I'm like, uh, is that Africa? Like, whoa, what? <laughs> I was like, I heard it immediately. I'm like, that's terrible. <laughs> like, full abort on that accent. <laughs> the character is originally Caucasian. <laughs> Bro, I don't know what accent that's supposed to be. Anyway, I'm, I'm dropping it's it. It's like Ugandan or something. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, the characters are originally Caucasian in the comics. So, when I first got cast, they had changed the character in the most recent comic books. And his father and sister are black. But people still didn't put two and two together. It was interesting. I was upset and hurt, and I couldn't understand it. He said, I think the one thing that helped... It made, it, and it also made me sad, but it made me realize it wasn't personal. Yeah, it was. <laughs> he said, once I, one, was once I got to set, I found out Candace Patton, who plays Iris, my sister, had been also receiving it. So I was like, 
whoa, this is what people do. People care about that. Coming from Australia, of course, we still have racism, but it's different. So it was an education and I needed to experience that. Mm. There was definitely there was de- there were definitely things that have tested my emotions and just learning how to not respond to really awful stuff and learning to be like, it doesn't matter. I'm good. Good exactly as I am. I learned a lot about that by joining this show. Okay, I'm like, well. welcome to my Instagram page. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I I defended him so much when it was first announced that he was going to be playing Wally West that, like, I don't know, I've had this battle so many times online that, yeah, he's saying all the stuff that I already knew, basically, so. So, yeah, it's first time actually speaking on it, but. He, he didn't take a positive sure. stance. He should be like, fuck him. Yeah, <laughs> fuck him all. He should have been like John Bernthal when he was like, the people that, because somebody asked him about, oh, what people, that, you know, alt-right people taking the Punisher and wearing the Punisher's uh, jacket. He was like, fuck those people. Yeah. Like, he should have been like that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, speaking of fuck these people, this is fuck Marvel because, oh, Jordan, what? Marvel in June, they are canceling Falcon. And Miles Morales. Uh, is there any black characters left? <laughs> Who's left? <laughs> Why Miles Morales? You know what? Because what am I saying? Why Miles Morales? I knew this was coming. You, I, they're, I, I, they're I re, this. Because they're rebranding him as Spidey. Oh, they really call him that? SPY dash. Well, it's not confirmed, but it just says, meanwhile, talk of rebranding Miles Morales, possibly with an awful name, Spidey, has been floating around for a while. So, but it's because it's saying he's pretty popular, so it wouldn't make sense for them to just cancel him outright. But I think the Falcon books, I don't know if, I don't know how they've been selling. No one gives a fuck about Falcon when he's just Falcon. Like, you, you took away the one aspect of his character. Yeah, when he was Captain America, the books were selling pretty well. Yeah. I'm, no one cares about him as Falcon. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know if the, the executives of these books are just so out of touch, they're like, no, people love Sam Wilson as Falcon. But then not only just that, I heard somebody that's actually reading the Falcon books, and it's like, it's weird, because he's fighting magic creatures. What? Why the fuck is he fighting magic creatures? He's not a magical character. Oh, so they were like, yeah, the Falcon books have been trash. Of course they are, because they, they, don't, they don't care about But even still, I'm just like... Falcon and Sam so Wilson. So I'm, I'm not even so much surprised that the, they're canceling Falcon. I'm more surprised that they're canceling Miles. Well, it makes sense if they're changing the name or whatever, but... Yeah, even, but even if they're changing the name, you don't have to cancel the book. Just change the name. <laughs> doesn't count as canceling a book? When you change the name of a book, it doesn't count as a new book? I wouldn't think so, because, I mean... They're going to definitely make it number one. Doesn't that mean that that run is over? I'm not offending well, it. I'm just I saying... I guess like, that particular run, but then... But there's but. They, they haven't replaced like it's not like okay we're canceling it this but the same month yeah, we're coming yeah. out with another it's just they like announced it. no they haven't announced anything it's just like right now Miles is done I knew it was gonna happen it was a slippery I mean I, I'm sure they're gonna bring him back but I'm just it makes it so easy to do shit but like this but Spidey re- it's a terrible fucking name no <laughs> this is what happens we made him Black Spider-Man like it's just he's per a peripheral character now. I rather, funny, I'd rather the book be called Black Spider-Man than, Black fucking, Spider-Man. Spy, than fucking Spy D. Because, uh, I mean, it'll work because his suit is black. Kind of like the black, you know, symbiote. When he, when, I, I hear you. Yeah, when Spider-Man was the black Spider-Man in the suit. <laughs> Being African-American is like a symbiote in this country. <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of like black, like, I would prefer black Spider-Man, but I'm like, Spy D? Really? I wish he would just go back to the Ultimate Universe. <laughs> I wish they just kept the Ultimate Universe going. But, you know, whatever. We're not living in that world. We're living in this world. It's a shitty, shitty world. <laughs> but they're just like, on the good news, though, you know, Spider-Man, Miles Morales is still around in the Champions book, and that's still going on. 
<laughs> next month we're canceling Champions. Yeah, that, next month we're canceling. <laughs> we're gonna cancel that. I'm like, uh, you're mad far from the mic, bro. I just want you to know. No, I'm I bet, not. I bet you 90 percent of this podcast is gonna be sounding like far. I'm away. not that far. You're gonna be like you this. want you want me right here, all up on the mic. That's when you sound the best when you like to set the mic. I'm like right here. Do you not use a mic ever? <laughs> I do use a mic. <laughs> no one is like, hey man, this is let's just talk like this. I'm not mic. this. You're. I'm not that far. I'm like right here, and I'm talking. I'm projecting. I'm like loud. Okay. <laughs> Bitch, <laughs> let's go to the playback. <laughs> Fuck you. But you go to the playback. It's like I'm back here. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Whatever. You made me lose my spot. Uh, what else? Oh, okay. Here we go. Constantine, that's official. He's coming back to uh, Legends of Tomorrow as a series regular for season four. Sweet. Which, funny enough, but I'm like, but they haven't confirmed the season four. Well, I guess that kind of means that it is confirmed, no, isn't it? I mean, but it also, but it, no, it says in this article, he's coming back for season four, but season four hasn't been confirmed, but more than likely it's coming back. In a world where, you know, I feel like everything's almost the same quality now. I wanted once upon a time for Legends to kind of go up to Flash quality, but since Flash came down to Legends quality, <laughs> you know, it's now there's no point canceling it. They're all the same quality. I'm just like, okay, I, I'm a fan, yes, because I like Matt Ryan's Constantine, but also at the same time, I'm like, he needs his own show. Like, he's so good. He needs, and, and, I, and I get it. Well, this is the graveyard of characters for DC. And I, and I get it. Well, actually, Michael, you know, we already gave Constantine his own show and it didn't do well. So we're going to put him with, you On know. Friday. But it's like, but it went to NBC. A, NBC wasn't a good place for it. On Friday. And it was on a Friday. Yeah. So you got those two things weighing against it. Give him his own fucking show, especially now that he has what his uh, show just premiered recently on the, the animated version on CWC. I don't think he's strong enough to carry his own show. I mean, as a character, not as an actor. And I just what Constantine show. I yeah. mean, what they did on the sh- on NBC, I liked it. They just didn't do it. It, it was certain things that they did that I wasn't a fan of. But as the show started to progress, it started to get better, and it was like, okay, now it's starting to get good. Mm. Once the, now that they're finding their stride. But then it got canceled. Just give me one-off Constantine episodes in Legends and I'm fine. It's the same shit. Like, even this last episode of Legends was like a Constantine episode with the whole possession thing. So, same shit. How many times can you possess, like uh, exercise somebody and I care? <laughs> like, yeah. So, just do it in Legends. But yeah, uh, also, David Ayer. Because a p- couple people hit me up about this because I wasn't going to bring it up. But I'm just like... In the Ayer, Ayer... Put your hands in the air. Oh, I'm like, what? Did I say it wrong? No. (laughs) But yeah, a couple people hit me up about this because I wasn't going to bring it up because I'm like, who cares about this? Like, what? But since it was like three people that, did you see this? Did you see this? I'm like, who cares? But yeah, so David Ayer basically came out because you know that little uh, moment in the trailer where like Joker looked like his face was like messed up and he had like a gun or whatever. Mm -hmm. Oh, like a grenade or something? Yeah. Yeah. And that, that wasn't in the movie. So he finally came out and explained what that was. Okay. And he says, after Joker... Like two years later. Yeah. Fuck. He's like, after Joker dropped Harley Quinn from the helicopter and crashed, Enchantress made a deal with him. What? He was going to take Harley home and be king of Gotham. Harley stood him up and refused to betray her new friends. The squad turned on him and he escaped. So that was what that moment was supposed to be. But when did the squad encounter Joker? I guess it was supposed to be after the helicopter crashed. I mean, they took that scene out, so I don't know. That, that still doesn't make sense. 
Who cares? Like I said, that's what I said. Who cares? Who asked him this? Like, who cares? <laughs> somebody asked. Somebody asked him this because I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't say who, but it just says he came out. Good to know, David. He came Ayer. out and clarified. I'm like, I was one. I was. I was. It was keeping me up at night. Every night, it was. I was like, <laughs> I was like, where? I couldn't, I couldn't sleep. I was like, what happened to this moment? <laughs> where did I this need scene, to know. <laughs> where did the scene fit, David? Ayer? Please tell me. But. Speaking of DCEU, <laughs> so Justice League is finally out the box office and it has finished its run mm-hmm. as the lowest, which obviously the lowest grossing DCEU movie to date at $657.9 million worldwide. And you disgust me, Justice League. <laughs> but also with that, funny enough, because Justice League is also on Blu-ray. Okay. It topped the Blu-ray sales, even uh, surpassing Thor Ragnarok in Blu-ray sales. Those making... are all people that didn't go see it in the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <basically>. I mean, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> that's why it made so little. <laughs> but like... yeah, it's, it's number it's number one in uh blue in Blu-ray sales right now. <laughs> they were like, "I'm not gonna go fucking see this in theaters. It's gonna be trash." Yeah, Thor and Thor dying. Thor Ragnarok is number two. Yep. So, yeah, I guess. Are, is, are DC fans spinning it to be like, you see, it's doing well. People like it. It's like, <laughs> Pro- probably, no. probably. Those are just all the people that just didn't see it in the theater. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there are some people that are doing that. Or they're just like, oh, it's going to make his money. It's going to continue to make his money back on Blu-ray sales. We're going to get a sequel. We're never getting a sequel to that. No, if we do, it's going to be a reboot. Someone put it really well when they said that Avengers felt like, like the beginning of something. Whereas, just yeah, the, the Avengers is essentially granted Marvel's making money before that, but the Avengers is really what put Marvel on the map. Yes, it made, it made everything take off. It's what made being a nerd mainstream. But Justice League feels like the ending of something. You know what I mean? Like after just, I'm not, I'm not excited for like I can't wait for Aquaman. It's like if the universe ended there, I'd be like, yep, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, speaking of with the DCE not knowing what the fuck they're doing, Michael. Wilkinson, who's wait, well, yeah, Wilkinson, who's the costume designer for Justice League, he explained why they took the black suit out of Justice League, and he basically said, essentially, what it boils down to. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read the quote, but essentially, what it boils down to is they felt the black suit didn't fit fit the tone of the movie, which I'm like, how does that work? But he said, we, he said when we were prepping Justice League. At first, it seemed that it might be a logical choice for the look of Superman when he's resurrected. Zack is extremely respectful and passionate about the depiction of Superman in the comic books and graphic novels. And traditionally, when he is resurrected, he is in the black suit. Yep. But as the tone of the film developed and we were in pre-production, the the filmmakers felt that the classic red and blue suit seemed more appropriate to our story and our script. It seemed that a more positive, upbeat image of Superman was what was needed and the idea of hope and that the world could be, in fact, saved was important. So that's the direction we went. So black means evil. How does that work? That I mean, is, it does in movies. But that's so. stupid, though. That doesn't make sense. He, the reason he wore the black was because black absorbs sunlight and he gets his powers from sunlight. Mm-hmm. So he wore the black suit to absorb more sunlight so he can heal quicker. Yes, you're talking... As from a, oh, wow. <laughs> You're talking from a comic book fan perspective, but you have to think about 
a movie executive who doesn't know shit about the comics and is like, "That's why movie executives. Why is it black? That's it's why black movie executives shouldn't run the DCU. I agree with you. <laughs> Which is what they've been doing. I agree with you. Um, I mean, and fuck that logic anyway. You could have had him in a black suit just for that scene. Yeah, when he gets it's not revived. like you want him in the black suit for the whole movie. Just like he, what, you know, it's better than black suit when he's evil. Because at one point, in this movie, he was evil. Remember, guys, the movie that you didn't watch apparently. Um, yeah, when he fought them. Exactly. Technically, he was quote unquote you know, evil. He was better than black suit because that fans want <laughs> stupid. Um, let's put him in a in some sweatpants and shirtless. <laughs> it's like <laughs> which doesn't that's ex- iconic. <laughs> which, which doesn't explain how he flew out of the the the, the whatever the fuck it was called the pod and mm-hmm. he had on a full business. He had on a full suit. Mm-hmm. But it's like that's iconic, right? But then shirtless he flew away. He was shirtless and sweatpants with stupid. no shoes on. Stupid. Where did shoes go? <laughs> yes, yeah. Where where did his shoes go? <laughs> shoes and socks. <laughs> I was flying so fast they flew off. <laughs> Uh, what else? So, uh, so Street Fighter is becoming a live action television series. And Why? it doesn't say what, uh, network it's going to go to or anything like that, but they're developing it to a live action series, which I'm like, yeah, why? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I have no interest. <laughs> Zero. I mean, I'm going to watch the first episode just to see if it's not shit. I mean, they're fans but, of Street Fighter. And I saw a couple people talking. I'm a fan of Street Fighter. I just and, and funny don't enough, care I didn't about know, a show. I didn't know about this because I saw a couple people talk about it on Facebook. Like, oh, shit. This is this Street Fighter's coming to TV. Yeah, dope, bro. And I'm like, yeah, dope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah. So, yeah. Street Fighter. Whatever. I don't Sweet, know. I guess. <laughs> but... Another question of why I'm not a fan of this. Okay. But remember uh, Donald Glover was supposed to do an animated Deadpool? Yeah. Not anymore. It's been canceled. Oh. Excellent. Why? Exactly. Why? I don't know. They didn't say why? uh, It just basically says uh, Donald Glover and uh, FX basically had creative differences. Mm, that yeah. means they didn't want it to be good. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Maybe. He was trying to make it good. He probably, like, want, he probably wanted to add some black people in it. They're like, yeah, we can't animate. <laughs> we can't animate black was people. Was it supposed to be rated R? It was supposed to be rated R. That's probably why. Or rated R-ish. Yeah. But it's on FX, so the FX does like American Horror Story and all that other stuff. Yeah, they definitely wanted to go in a direction that some executive didn't, which is whatever. Well, Whatever. Another thing that I was only kind of looking forward yeah, to. Yeah, I was looking on. forward to that. But it's, now it says FX will no longer be involved with the project. FX and Marvel have an ongoing relationship with, you know, their partnership with Logan. And that will continue. But this project, no longer happening. Okay. I'm like, that's trash. Whack. Wah, wah. <laughs> Speaking of more trash. So, first test screenings for Aquaman. They were great. No. What? I thought, we, I thought we did this. Didn't we do this already where there was, there was test screens and there were like, was like applause and shit? Well, according to this, there's another, I guess there's, maybe there's another test screening. Well, every other week there's a new test screening. I don't know, man. but there's a new test screening apparently. <laughs> I guess, uh, what is what does it say? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I remember there was another test screen. Yeah, I remember it was like predictably they applauded and were like, they applauded, but now, that. but this test screening is saying that it's not good. Well, I trust this one. What does this one say? It says they have not gone particularly well. 
That's all it says. Wasn't there supposed to be a trailer released this weekend too? And James Wan that was, like that was a rumor that said there was going to be a trailer this weekend at WonderCon. But then, but Bob, then they but, James Wan came out and talked about it though. Yeah, that's going to be the next. That's going to be the next story. But yeah, it doesn't oh, okay. say anything about. It just says uh, test screening. There was a test test screening and it has. It's not going well. That's all it says. So I don't know. So it's test screenings that is going well. Test screenings that haven't gone well. So I don't know what to believe at, anymore at this point. Predictable. But yeah, so. Uh, at WonderCon, basically, uh, there was rumors going around that the first trailer for Aquaman was supposed to drop at WonderCon, but then it got pushed. And people were like, it seems weird that, cause, and I feel kind of feel the same way too, that the DCEU is pushing Shazam hard. Yeah, that's not supposed to come out to next year. Like all these pictures and you know set photos and interviews and all this other shit is it's coming nothing out. Nothing else. <laughs> it's Shazam and Aquaman. There's nothing but, else. But, no, but my point is they're pushing all the stuff with Shazam. But I'm like, but Aquaman is supposed to come out in a couple months. Shazam. Oh, you're not, saying there should be more. Yeah, Aquaman Shazam's stuff. not supposed to come out till next year. But yeah, they're pushing all this stuff with Shazam, but nothing from Aquaman. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So keeping that shitty under wraps. <laughs> but yeah, so with that rumor that they were supposed to come out at WonderCon this weekend, James Gunn basically came out and said, I mean James Gunn. James Wan came out and was like, Hey friends, I usually do my best to avoid the internet internet noises, especially fabricated distractions, but a teaser trailer going out this weekend was never in the books, despite what some claim. It's not because of anyone or any nefarious reason holding it holding it back. It's me. I am simply not ready yet to share. This movie is filled to the gills, pun, with VFX, and the process is as slow and laborious as a sea slug. Yes, even even shots for the trailers take forever to do, and I refuse to put anything that might be construed as subpar. I know it seems like nothing much is brewing above the surface, <laughs> but I can assure you we're working nonstop under the waves. Like we and get y- it, and Aquaman, y- Jesus. Like, <laughs> and, y- and yes, I plan to use oceanic puns slash references every chance I get. <laughs> okay, well, at least you were aware of it. Cute. But I'm still just like, yeah, the movie comes out like less than, wait, what, what month is this? I don't trust this April, shit. April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Like nine months from now. You're a very clever and funny man, James Wan, but I, I don't trust you. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't trust you either. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've been hurt too many times by the DCEU. Or rather, I, I trust James Wan, but I don't trust the DCEU. Exactly. So, we haven't seen anything. from. Like we saw about one picture. There's two pictures of them. Well, two pictures. <laughs> That's it. Not even like, and then the picture was like, "Whoa, it was cool." I was like, "Yep, that's Jason Momoa." <laughs> like, it's, there was nothing to that. You could have told me that was like a set picture from like Justice League. I would not have known a difference. So, Aquaman. I'm not. I don't think it's gonna be that great. I hope. I hope so. But I don't. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm funny enough. I'm actually more excited for Shazam than I am for Aquaman. Same, actually. It's because I don't really care about Aquaman's character. Yeah, based on what they established in uh, Justice League. Yeah, they had to they had to win me over for that character, and they didn't really do a great job with that. So, speaking of something else that I'm not a fan of, so Rick and Morty season four, sweet a fan, not sweet. Oh, okay. What? Why not? So a fan tweeted Dan Harmon, and it's I'm like, really? But basically, they he called Dan Harmon out and called him a lazy alcoholic. Lazy alcoholic and was like, get your lazy alcoholic ass and finish, you know, writing season four, writing and doing season four of Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty fans are shit, dude. They are. And so, 
My back is hurting. <laughs> okay. I'm going to sit like fucking L. <laughs> Weird. And, and, and Death Note. <laughs> Weird. But yeah, so basically he came out, he responded to the person and was like, I hear you. Tough spot. On the one hand, it can be challenging, especially with crippling lazy alcoholism, to write a show that hasn't been ordered by a network. On the other hand, the thought that fans like you pay the price, I mean, I'm going to go grab a drink. <laughs> uh, so funny. the important thing to take from that is... It hasn't been ordered yet. It hasn't been ordered. Why? No season four. And also with that, he came out and clarified even more by basically saying that... Uh, hold on, let me find it. That the reason that Rick and Morty has not been ordered he said it's quote it's because of a little something called contract negotiations and it's gotten complicated this time around we can't begin to imagine how complicated it truly is but we can safely assume that somebody out there is trying to make a lot of money off of one of the most popular shows on television maybe they're not may, and maybe they're not giving cre- the creators their cut of the profits Oh, so it's just the contract, and they're not like actually giving them what they're due. Yeah, that's so. That's essentially why there's no season four right now. That makes sense. Which I don't know. That, that season four might not happen because of that. If you think, because like this, this reminds me of, and, and unless it gets picked up by another, unless it gets picked up by another network. But this is kind of what happened with Buffy season five. Like the reason they canceled quote-unquote canceled uh, Buffy on WB and it went to UPN was because they're like, okay, the ratings are high. This is like one of the highest rated shows on WB. We're in our fifth season. We just finished our 100th episode. We want more money for both the show, you know, for the budget of the and show the and for the actors. And WB was like, hell no. Hmm. Like, I don't give a fuck and if W this- has like a, like a long-standing history of being assholes. Don't they? So it's like, <laughs> I, don't it's terrible I, don't it's like, I don't care if it's like your number one show. We're not giving you more money. So then that's why, that's essentially why Buffy- We're going to make DC Universe. <laughs> yeah. That's, so that's essentially why Buffy went to UPN because okay. UPN offered them more money. And that's looking like it's the same thing. Like they, like the suits want to make more money, but they don't yeah. want to pay the creators, which is trash. Yeah. Well, hopefully they work it out. I have faith that they'll eventually work it out, though. Maybe. I hope. And that's it. That's it? <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. This is just like a Pacific Rim. It's just same shit. It's just, it's just like super. It's just like. Ending, ending on a dour note. <laughs> well, it's just ending on like a, like a random note. It's like, that was it? It's over? Yeah, we're done. <laughs> go home. Yeah, go home. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's no build up I, I mean like, I, can, I can make something up <laughs> well, I don't know it's just, just the way you like you delivered it it was just like there was no build up towards that it was just like hey no, good morning I thought I had something else but I didn't <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm like oh okay that was it this is a surprise for you too <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh and I guess my news is over <laughs> I mean I still don't know where I am like <laughs> whose house am I at <laughs> alright I guess that's been the episode for the week Um, what's, the, what's next weekend uh, Ready Player One. Ready Player One. Okay, so maybe next week will be a little bit more of a an up note as opposed to this week's down note. Maybe. Come on, man. When Dragon Ball Super is the highlight of the week, it was a problem this week. <laughs> it was a problem. <laughs> I can't, man. If Ready Player One sucks. But at least it's like every week we have something, right? So like after Red Player One, is, when's the Quiet Place? A Quiet Place is after that. Okay. And I got tickets for the advanced screening 
So yeah, I invite all of my hundreds of followers, and maybe we'll do we'll do another one of those um like meet and greet kind of things. That'd be fun. We should do one for Avengers. Okay, I don't have a choice into that. Like, it's not like I'm I'm like making requests. They no, give, they you, need call, you need to use your pull your dick card or whatever card you fucking did to get these advanced screening for ready for a quiet place and be like, hey, Marvel. I'm Blur Vision. You know who the fuck I am. <laughs> they approach me. It's not the other way around. <laughs> no, you need to approach them. Be like, look, motherfucker. Do you know who I <laughs> am? Do you know who I am? <laughs> I'm Blurred Goddamn Vision. I'm like, like the oh. juggernaut. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> like, oh, of course, sir. Of course. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's you need to you need to work on that. <laughs> We're gonna get you a meeting with Chad Boseman straight away. <laughs> uh, you have dinner with Robert Downey Jr. Chris Evans. <laughs> Kevin, oh. Kevin Feige is going to fund your Power Rangers fan film. Wow. I want to talk to John Boy again. I want to ask him about why he took that Pacific Rim job. That's true. Rim, rim, rim job. Rim, rim, rephrase that. No, I'm not. It was a rim job. <laughs> Pacific Rim job. Well, rim jobs are good, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess I forgot who I'm talking to. <laughs> Alright. Okay, that's terrifying. <laughs> you just went full like alien from Alien vs. Predator right now. Speaking of did you see that thing that I sent you? The what? little toy of the Pennywise with the kid? What is that? I, I don't know. It was like at some like Comic Con. Yeah, it was like a, at a Comic Con or something like that. I was Shit like, it was terrifying. I want one. <laughs> why? And the way the kid was screaming. It looks so realistic. It did. That's why I'm like, I want one. Shit. I want that propped up in my room. <laughs> like, if that was a scene in the movie, that would be like a holy shit. Oh, that was worse shit. than the movie. Yeah, that it was, was worse, way than the movie. worse than the movie. <laughs> Like, if that was in the... Oh, if that's in the sequel. Jesus, fuck. I was like, like, this is dope. Like, imagine that in the intro of the sequel. Like, fuck, man. And him still alive and screaming like that? Yeah, for those that don't know what we're talking about, there's, like, some video floating around of, like, a, a like a statue at a convention of Pennywise. And he's, like, in the, like... And he's holding Georgie. But he was never... Oh, was that Georgie? Because he had on a yellow shirt. Oh, I didn't think about that. I thought it was just a random kid. But I don't know. It was... It's a form that he never fully took in the movie. Yeah, he had like his mouth was open, like fully, like alien style or predator style. Yeah. And then he had like iron spider Spider legs legs on the back. And then like Georgie had the missing arm and he was holding him with one hand. Maybe. And he was screaming, ah! Yeah, maybe it will be in the sequel. Because it. It, he was be, well, maybe, sh- maybe that look but yeah not, that look yeah because he it looks like he's transforming into that spider god thing yeah because he is a spider yeah even though I didn't understand that in the original movie but now I get it because that's actually a reference to whatever but god just, but then I'm just form. like but a spider is scared of a frog how does that work a turtle <laughs> oh turtle turtle <laughs> come on it's like <laughs> obviously a turtle Michael but even don't still, be stupid like I know <laughs> it's like I said like come on Michael frog you idiot it's a turtle. <laughs> Adam, what's wrong? I'm a frog. Yeah. It's it was Stephen King when he was really high. <laughs> he was he was on LSD or something. He was super high. <laughs> but whatever. All right, so ready to play. I guess that's a, all a long way to go back to Stephen King. Uh, wait, no, that's Steven Spiel- that's, Spielberg. That's well, the director is Steven Spielberg. Yeah, yeah. So but his name's Steve. I tried to connect it. It didn't work. <laughs> there's, there's Steve's. There are all the Chris's in the MCU. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, that's the episode for the week. Blurred Vision. I'm I'm sorry if I was too angry during our Pacific Rim trailer. I, I feel like our Pacific Rim review. I feel like people liked it because I, I, I did a poll on my Instagram. You're always, you're always angry though. <laughs> I'm like the Hulk. <laughs> I no, am the most adventurous podcast. <laughs> Hulk like raging fire. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, my, I'm talking yeah. to you. Ever since Jamie left, you just took all her anger. <laughs> <laughs> 
She's like a rage avatar, and her rage went to me when she left. Yeah, <laughs> like, like the spirit bomb. She f- just gave it to you. <laughs> Feed me your rage. Or you're like fucking the Red Lantern. You just took it from her. Rage! <laughs> Hey man, somebody's gotta be outraged for this podcast. If you won't be, I'm, I'm, I am outraged. I was outraged and made a fucking abyss. <laughs> the wrong things. <laughs> just, and, just, and, and, and people agree with me. And people also say you're wrong more than me. So no, what's that say? Fuck those people. <laughs> you built an alliance of like evil. <laughs> but whatever. That's been my version for the week. It's been Jordan with Michael, and we will see you next week. Peace. From now on. What? What a random reference to that. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see you next week from now on. We're already. I don't, okay. <laughs> I've got nothing. Whatever. Fuck you. <laughs>